We are live. Oh. Hey, Stan. Hello, Dennis. How are you today? Oh. Hmm. Pretty good. Just uh, drinking a Great South Bay Blood Orange Pale Ale. Alright, remember how I said move the mic closer to you? It might be a little too close. Oh, too close. How, how's that? Uh, I mean, I could adjust things in post, but right now it's a uh, little... Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm soaking my feet. Soaking your feet in what? In uh... Baby oil? Apple cider Apple cider vinegar. What, what does that do for them? Or it's good for your feet. You know it is, or you heard it is? Um, I'm pretty sure it is. I've heard it, and I've had people of, you know. Of great distinction? Yeah. Because it's like... Well, the thing is, your feet is actually... I guess, I think, like, your feet is, like, a big place where you can absorb a lot of shit into your body. Is this true? And is this true or this is true? Is this true? I think so. I actually, that's something I said to someone recently. I'm like, they're like, what do you guys talk about? And I'm like, bro science. Things that we like heard that might be true. Yeah. Gossip. Yeah. Uh, and then, and I mean, you know, like reflexology, like, you know, you're driving around, you see like the agent spots, like of a foot with like, you press here or leave shit. And... Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Me and you could talk bro science, and we have reliable sources. Yeah. We know doctors. We know high-level athletes. And then I heard... I heard apple cider vinegar, like, makes your toenails nice, like, a little bit nicer. I've heard apple cider vinegar is good for a lot of things. Like, everything. Everything, yeah. Drinking it. Fucking... What do you got over there? What do you, uh... What are you sipping on? Oh, Great South Bay uh, Brewery. There's an orange, blood orange pale ale. Oh, I'm going the blood orange pale ale as well. You think you're a copycat or? Nope, this is just what I grabbed and because it was cold. Oh. So, no. But, uh, yeah, but to cut the nonsense, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the MMA world right now. Well, UFC in particular, right? Uh, no one else is putting on shows right now. Right. But what was the craziest thing to Dennis Bermudez? I mean, I think the craziest thing was that Gilbert had COVID. Wow, right? Of all the people, Gilbert's like the nicest guy in the world. I don't want Where to do we know where he was when he obtained it? Bro. I mean, they said first the initial report was that Herbert had it as well. That's been proven to be inaccurate, but I think Greg Jones has it and Ung has it. Oh, so it's in Florida. Pedro Munoz has it. So. Oh. Oh, right. There's that spike in Florida. Yeah. They just shut everything down in Florida again. Like, all the restaurants, all the bars, all the things that were open in South Florida are now closed again. And I think the numbers are down in New York, or they just slightly went up. They're not, like, peaking. 
but I'd have to believe that shit's going to happen here soon. Yay or nay? Uh, yeah. You'd have to think. We have too many people living on top of each other. Yeah, but the thing is, is like, let's say an old person gets the flu. Are they dead then, too? What do you mean? You're not dead if you get coronavirus. I understand that. But, like, an older person, if they get the flu, if they get the coronavirus, is in some trouble. Yeah. But let's say that same older person got the flu. Are they they're fine? I don't know. I don't. Or really know. are they fine because there's vaccines for the flu? Or I don't know. The flu vaccine is like I forget the exact statistics of it, but the flu vaccine is not very promising. Like I've heard, some flu vaccines are like thirty percent, forty percent effective. Which I mean, in all reality, all. All the probably what's it the CDC or whatever, whatever bodying whatever just needs a lip up a percentage of something right. Yeah, they're they're a fucking scam. The CDC and the the World Health Organization, they're all funded by someone or associated with someone. So it's always the world's full of corruption, like. The 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 World Health Organization. How legit does that sound? The World Health Organization? Yeah. Like, that sounds like someone you would take your information from, right? Right. They're like, they were the ones that, like, pretty much helped cause this by, like, downplaying the reports. <laughs> well, I mean, China. I think they just didn't know. I don't know. I don't know, but it's spiking everywhere. I saw. Or it didn't happen here first, so it is spiking. It's kind of like, bro, it is spiking in Texas, California, Arizona, Florida, pretty much everywhere, except for New York, Connecticut, and like Massachusetts, Rhode Island, which is fishy to me. So how come all like you know a couple weeks ago months ago it was insane here and now it's not spiking here like I feel like they might even be holding the numbers back just to make just to make themselves look better because uh that's something I'd love to if when Wade comes on like Cuomo is facing a shitstorm right now because you heard that thing with the old people what's that C- Cuomo killed a bunch of grandparents. He, he, like, put people back in nursing homes that had COVID or some shit. And, and I think the, the number is almost astronomical. So even if, like, you Google Cuomo, uh, what do they call Retirement homes. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see what we get here. He killed a bunch of people. And I, look, here's, what, here's my thing on... You know, people of power. Like, what I just said. There are people. Yeah, this is the controversy. Cuomo sent over 4,300 recovering COVID patients to New York nursing homes. So it was like, you had COVID. Remember how he gave Trump and the politicians all this shit about how he needed more, he needed more, he needed more. And then he got this big fucking ship 
that they parked on like the coast of the Hudson and he got all these tents and shit set up in Central Park and all these areas. He didn't put people in them or at least he didn't fill them to capacity like he should have. He was sending people back to where they came from and those people were old people. So they wound up going to the old folks home, giving it to everyone else in the nursing home and old people died. Yeah, crazy shit. Where are they at with a, a cure? Um, I saw this one thing that said like Europe just approved a vaccine of some kind or Europe just approved, not a vaccine, a treatment. And so even that other thing, the news is so fucked up and they're so one-sided, especially against Trump, that that one thing that Trump says, uh, hydra, chlora, whatever the, you know, the thing I'm talking about. What drinking it like drinking the? No, 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 no. That's that. That's even a twist of the things too. But uh, hydrochlorophene, I believe it is, and they say that that is somewhat effective against the coronavirus, or at least helps in the treatment of the coronavirus. And then people tried to spin it in that Trump said some crazy shit and Trump's overplaying its effectiveness and whatnot. But then, like the CDC is putting out conflicting reports. So one week they're saying, yeah, it's not effective then the next week they're saying that it's showing in studies that it's effective so europe is saying that there's another drug now that is possibly very effective at combating the symptoms of the coronavirus but you know what it is like see they call it like right here i google it yahoo news piece of shit fucking granted they're huge piece of shit fucking liberal paper it says hydroxychloroquine the drug Trump can't quit. And and then even that, like, you see just so many different reports. Like right here, you got a new study suggests hydrochlorophene is effective in... What is it? Is it a pill? Is it... A drug. So a, it can come in pill form, liquid form, whatever. But we're just getting so much conflicting information right now is the scary part. And that politics are coming into play hard. I don't get like that's not their thing, bro. Politics are coming into play hard and they're almost fucking politics up. Are, uh, with anything. Yeah. But like, bro, like gas what? prices, fucking like you said, Rich said to you, market. politics are in fighting. Politics are every which way, yeah. but they're in the treatment. Of this disease or virus or whatever you want to call it. So it's pretty fucked up time right now. But we're in a fucked up state. So even the other states right now, all their mayors and governors are getting shit because they opened up too soon. And then like Cuomo is just getting a shit storm because he sent the old people back. We opened up at like they're saying we op they're they're saying that New York did it right, and that's why our numbers aren't spiking, I kind of call bullshit. I think they're either not reporting the numbers, or this proves that the initial numbers were fucked up. Like, I want to see the flu statistics for this year. Because if the flu statistics are fucking nothing, then they basically labeled every flu death or flu illness as coronavirus. I was in charge, Stan. What would you do? Bro. I just I ground everybody for a little bit. I say, hey. Wait a minute. Dental workers only. Is Dennis Bermudez running in 2020? Because Kanye West is running. I heard that too. Yeah. I heard that too. And I said, 
like he, like I heard that like on the I you know what else I heard about Kanye West is I heard is Dennis Bermudez running in 2020? I would want that that you know responsibility. Wow! Imagine if you were the president, I was vice president. Wow! And we had some power, some real power. A lot of people would die. Why? I'm not killing people. You're killing people. I don't know. You would take out the weak, wouldn't you? <laughs> like, what? You can't run, like, a fucking 15-minute mile? Like, like people would come into your office and be like, President Bermudez, these are the new reports. And then when they leave, you turn to, like, the gen- the Surgeon General or the fucking Army Chief be like, get rid of him. He's fat. Get oh, ri- what's that movie? Uh, not Borat. What's the other one? No. was it? I think it was Borat. It was like... No, no. What is that one? When he plays like the general. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't Borat. That was... What movie was it? Like, sir, we got him. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah. And the guy walks in and goes... It was, a Sa- it was Sasha Baron Cohen, I remember. Yes. Let me find that out for you. Let me get a what little... What was that? I might watch that tonight. Why would you watch? You're a fan? I think that guy that played Bora is awesome. That's Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Wasn't he married or doing sex with uh, Carmen Electra? The dictator? Yeah, the dictator. Yeah. And would you say? No, he's married to... You've seen Wedding Crashers? Oh, the redhead. He's married to the pretty redhead. Yeah. yeah. I remember him being, you know, married to someone fucking pretty hot. Out of his league. But he's got the mouthpiece, like we've talked about. Oh, yeah, that probably had something to do with it. Or, or he's swinging a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> one of those. One um, of the. One so of those. Another stuff. topic I want to touch on that I like. News has never really affected me, and it still really doesn't. But for one second, I go like, "What? You're stupid." Um. In the there's a few professional teams that have to change their names. Oh yeah, the Reds, so like the, the Red- Redskins, the Washington Redskins have to change their names. If you're complaining about the Washington Redskins name being the Redskins, you probably don't watch fucking football at all. Like they're actually not probably you don't watch football. So why does it bother you at all? I did see some football people say that the name offends them. Who? It was like a girl, one person that I remember, it was like a girl reporter, and she said, a girl football sports reporter, and she said like that she, um, she's 10% Cherokee? No, just that she's been a fan of the Washington Redskins like her whole life, and she supports the change of the name. But even that, like, so what? The Cleveland Indians aren't the Cleveland Indians anymore. I I just like I just need someone to help me ration. Oh, and even that. Why it fucking matters? We're in this crazy cancel culture, but even oh my god, we have so many topics to talk about. Why that. do they? Ha- oh my god, that makes me mad, bro. And like, even I want to be trapped in a room with the persons I like. Yeah. 
Like, I don't think the, the you know, the Indians should be their name. Like, Bro. why? Why not? Menace, Menace Bermudez 2020. That's all I'm saying. I think you got to. You know what? Like, my son, you know, he's like, feelings are coming into play. He's, he's seven. Yes. But, like, his feelings are, lo- like, legit. But when it happened, I was like, what? You have emotions? What do you mean? Like, this upsets you. But I'll tell you what. If my son was like, yeah, Dad, I don't think that the Washington Redskins should be a team. Like, hey, guess what, son? Go to your room, and you can come (laughs) out when you change your mind. Because you're being being irrational. I didn't raise you to be irrational. We're doing what we do, and we jump all over. But one thing I did see that was so funny is they tore down a Christopher Columbus statue. And then a bunch of, I guess we're calling them Native Americans. A bunch of Native Americans, like, stood up on the statue where the statue used to be. And they were taking, like, photos as if that's what it should be. But I get it. You know, Christopher Columbus stole some land from the uh, Native Americans. Listen, what's happened's happened. Why are you breaking shit? Why, like, bro, you can't, you can't. Right, you know what? So why don't these this cancel court culture go back in the social studies like literature and like start whiting out things that they don't like? Like I saw another thing that and a bunch of people that you know them, a couple people that you know from the fight community, they posted it like fucking idiots. So you know anything Donald Trump says or does is wrong to some people. So like no matter what he says, there's going to be a news, yeah. a news yeah. media outlet that reports it. Like they're going to take the catchphrase and spin it wrong. Right. He, I watched the whole interview. He did an interview with I think Fox News or some news site, and he said like I don't think we should tear down a George Washington monument, or I don't think we should tear down an Abraham Lincoln monument. He's like. George Washington founded the country. Granted, there was some racism, whatever, but Abraham Lincoln made the attempt and freed the slaves. You know what I mean? He abolished slavery. Why are we going to tear his statue down? And then he said, we could tear down these statues, but we're still going to have to go back to what's going on. And like, we're going to have to go back to relive, you know, this whole thing. Basically saying, we could tear down the statues. The problem still exists. The racial inequality, right. the economic inequality, all that shit still exists. People took that and said, Donald Trump just said black people are going back to slavery. Numerous news articles. People were posting it on Facebook. And I was like, dude, like, you don't even, people just see it. They don't even watch the video. They don't watch the interview. They just retweet it, reshare it re-something, and it's complete misinformation. Like, it's funny to say, but Donald Trump's right when he says fake news. It's fake fucking news. Like, I'm a... I, you, I, you've heard me say this before. I vet things. When I see something or hear something, I gotta Google it. I gotta watch TV. I gotta get a couple of sources of information before I yeah. come up with my decision on it. I don't go yeah. I don't go with my first story. Off the first thing, right. I never go off the first thing. People go off the first thing, and they just share it, and they fucking... They spread some crazy shit. 
But like I said, we're jumping all over. Coronavirus spiking. Native Americans are upset. Black Lives Matter. And that's the other thing that pisses me off. I mean, I guess you could say pisses me off. I feel like it's like the Me Too movement of like different societies. Like, now here. Oh, I heard like gay people are on uproar for no reason. Yeah. I call them that, right? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. The LBGTQ community, I believe it's called. But even, um, I'm not saying Black Lives Matter pisses me off. I'm saying like the unjustness of it. You know what I mean? Like they're they're painting every white person as a racist, which isn't the case. And then on top of that, like I support black people, I support everything. But one thing that one thing that does bother me or pisses me off is the term African American. Like, how many black people do you know from Africa? I'm technically I'm technically they say I'm from Africa. You're from Africa. The first man's body if they go back well, to Well, I mean I can tell you that. I'm anthropology. Where where they find the first bones in Africa, right? Yeah, they they say, you know, man or originated in Africa. Yeah. Man originated in Africa. So we're all African in some sense. You're not an African American if you're 19 years old and you were born in the Bronx. You're a black American. No? Yes? I mean, I say I'm Puerto Rican, but I wasn't born in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Is that the same? I guess. I guess that's the same thing, but it's just weird that they say African-American. They say, like, Africans-Americans. African-Americans are disenfranchised. African-Americans are going through this. I think black Americans are going through this. I don't know anything about African-Americans. They're in Africa, and they're not – or whatever. I don't – I just – it's a weird – Well, I mean, in in reality, wouldn't, like, Usman be an African-American? Like, his dad's, like, I think from – it was, like, a general general in – Usman's Nigerian. Nigerian. But isn't Nigeria in Africa, or am I totally just – it might be like you with the globe. Yeah, I think we're going back to me with the globe. I can look it up now that I got a little bit more – I'm pretty sure Nigeria is in Africa. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> People watching us probably these two fucking idiots. Is the not even funny? My my Google is Nigeria. It, oh, that's like the first search that comes up is Nigeria and Africa. Yes, I would like if this was yes. for the million dollar question, Dennis to be a millionaire. I'm pressing. Yeah, and then it, it depends if you have Alex Trebek hosting, he might get technical with it. It's in West Africa. So what? It's, I'm talking about the continent. It is in West Africa. I'm talking about the continent. The continent of Africa, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. All right. I think African-American associates with anybody from the continent of Africa who in any time that now lives in America. But yeah, I mean, if they want to be called African... If they want to be called African Americans, that's fine. But I think it's black. I don't know. I thought it was black Americans. I don't know an African American or a black person who, if I was like, "Hey, man, if I call you black, does that offend you?" Or like, what would you prefer? Like, I don't think they'd be like, "I don't." Know. That doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. At the same time, I think people. Everyone's a person to me. Like if someone's like Dash. You know, Puerto Rican kid, I'd be like, whoa, whoa. I'm an idiot. I don't see oh, color. Every, yeah. Everyone else sees color, I think, a little bit more than me, if you will. 
I mean, like, I, I've been called like I people have come like like you know I've been alive now for thirty three years. Like, are you black? No. Are you black and and like you know American? Like and white? No. Are you Native American? No. Are you white with a really good tan? No. Are you like Indian? Like are you like Arabic Indian? No. Are you? And never did I get like offended. Like what? And then that's the other How thing. Would you ever think I am something else that you know has my complexion? And let me say real quick, do does a black life matter to me? Absolutely. Every life matters to me. But I don't get the movement. Like in the sense that when you look at where the dollars go, I get black people standing up for injustice and things like that. But the Black Lives Matter movement and that whole thing. I think the money that gets – I think people are basically using it as like a cause to siphon in funds. Yeah. I and, know, it's a really weird – And I don't know if the funds are actually going in any which direction that can actually help overcome whatever, the racial inequality or economic inequality. I feel like – and a lot of the things I've seen – is the money that comes in for Black Lives Matter, like people donate to Black Lives Matter, it goes towards Democratic candidates. And then I Googled this and I vetted it as best I could. The only people that denied it were those Democratic candidates and like Democratic news sources. So if you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar, are you going to be like, yep, I fucked up? You're probably going to deny it, especially if, especially if it's going to cost you votes. And if it's going to be like a whole shitstorm of fucking information and shit like that. I don't know. Crazy shit. Crazy shit going on. Like I was saying before. I'm for people. I am for people. That's who I'm for. White, black, Spanish, Protestant, Anglo-Saxon, Nigerian, Puerto Ricans. Ready for this? I'm for good people. Ooh. So listen, if you're a fucking a douchebag, you're bad for the community, like, and you die, and I don't care what color you are, you know, like, I don't, right? Am I wrong here? Not at all. I think a piece of shit's a piece of shit. I don't care if you're fucking green, and but if you come up with a vaccine for fucking COVID, you're awesome. Yeah. But if you're fucking... And even that, Peel, I, and you're going to people's houses and stealing TVs, or you're fucking I, blood orange, and you're killing people. Like, eh, you're you suck. I Your pro- life to I, me personally doesn't matter. No, even I, if I know you, I know you that shit. I know as many shitty white people as I know shitty black people. Well, Puerto Ricans are pretty good, or what? Yeah, I know a few shitty Puerto Ricans. But I know a, a couple of good Puerto Ricans. I know a couple of good Latinos. And I and I fuck with them hard, you know? Yeah. But the shitty ones, I try to keep at a distance, if you will. Like, would it be crazy if I started a movement like... Well, that's like my next meme. Or when I promote this episode, it's going to be Bermuda's 2020. And it's going to be your head on like 
Richard Nixon or Ross No, Perot. I could definitely get wild in here, but someone will tear it down, right? Like, right. Some of the things we said could get torn down already, but we'll defend it with just the, where we come from. Yeah, I, I want to hear a rebuttal to what I just said. You want to hear what? A rebuttal? A rebuttal. To what? Like what I just said. Like if you're a bad person. <sighs> like for example, let's say you steal TVs and you kill people, but you're an awesome dad. <laughs> First off, the correlation between that is probably like not real. No, it could be real, one hundred percent. And now, but that's almost like playing semantics or whatever that term would be in that situation. But there's probably millions of people, billion billion people out there like that. That, that co- kill people, steal stuff, commit crimes, bad community, but are a good parent. Yeah, because that's a whole conversation though too. What defines a good parent? Providing providing financially for your kid, or going out and playing catch with your kid. Because if you're I out, think both. if you think a little bit of both. If you're going to work every day, and you're providing for your kid, or you're going out stealing and sticking people up and robbing houses, but you're bringing the money home to your kid, you know. So that's like a slippery. That's a slippery. Well, that's my. That would be my devil's advocate to that. Yeah, but. You don't have kids, or you have kids, and you're a fucking shitty dad and a shitty husband, right? Yeah. I mean, what's a shitty husband though? I saw this wife and shit. I I saw this one meme, and I probably I thought I sent it to you, but it said like, you could cheat on your wife one time every month, and that's twelve out of three hundred and sixty-five. That's like a 97%. That's an A+. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. If one day a month you go out and you dick down some randoms. <laughs> February February might make it a little sketchy, though, because February's got that 28 days. Uh, yeah. So that might fuck with the statistic a little bit, but... Yeah. And, and being a good dad, what is, you know, that's all in the eye of the beholder, and the beholder's a kid. Like, you're a dad. If you go to work every day, live your life right, come home, buy your kid the PS5. I go out, I steal a PS5, I bring it home for my kid. We're both fucking heroes. Yeah. Granted, if the kid found out, you know how he got his PS5, then that might be where it comes into being a bad dad, but then at the same time, it's not a crime if you don't get caught. Yeah, but are you a good parent if you buy your kids all these things and then just let them be zombies on their devices? I would say no. That's today's world, I think. Like, I think I've seen you. You're very good with the devices. Your kids don't even really play with devices. I mean, I let them rock and roll while they're with me for an hour or two, maybe, max. They don't really bury their head in tablets. Yeah, it'd be like a rain day. I'm like, all right, let's get some games today. Yeah, but they'll play video games. They don't bury their head in a phone or a tablet too much, do they? Right. No, 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 no. Kids today, it's like... No, we're engaging with things. 
Yeah, yeah, kids today, it's like give them the tablet and just they'll shut. I them. get pissed off sometimes. I go pick them up and they're watching YouTube and nobody's around them. I'm like, what the fuck? This is funny because this is like what I said to Chael that time. We try to get little clips, but we just jump all over the place. So that was just the conversation when we talked about coronavirus, parenting, stealing, bad people, good people, black people, white people, Black Lives Matter, gay, gay LBGTQ lives mattering. We went all over the place right there. But everyone matters. That's where I'll leave it at. Can I just grab myself uh, another uh, another uh, Grace South Bay real quick? Just got, I got a fridge down here. Yeah, I think you should. I think that... Should you bring out what? I mean, I would grab at least one or two because we're probably about to get deep into our next conversation. But I am currently enjoying the Blood Orange Pale Ale. If you guys are in Long Island or the New York area and you guys want a great tasting beer, you want to hang out at an awesome brewery that's about to open up to, I believe, maybe 50% capacity inside. They also have an outdoor area, but Great South Bay Brewery. I have so many questions. About? Should I see if Rick Rick Schaefer's available? If Rick Schaefer's available right now? Oh, Rich. Rich. Rich Schaefer. Yeah, what kind of questions do you have? Just hey, like what's what's the science behind how much capacity and like uh, you know? Yeah, it's so weird. Cause I feel like he shoots it straight with me. He does, but would he come on Menace and the Man and shoot it straight? Or are you gonna call him and be like, You're not on the show right now. It's just me <laughs> it's just two guys shooting the shit. No, it's gonna be Nah, actually, you know, he would, he, he's very good at even give it, he's a very, that's the thing. You're not going to meet many honest or straightforward politicians. I think Rich is one of the few. You agree? What? What's that? If I... Not many politicians are going to be honest or give you the straight answer. Rich is kind of, will give you the straight answer for the most part. But yes, politics is a very slippery game. But where we started, we started even that. We went fucking crazy there. We started with Kamara Usman Masvidal. And somehow we wound up 30 minutes in just rambling about a bunch of shit. Oh, I hate my life. Why do you hate your life? Oh, just, I think we just get all wild. Tomorrow is going to be headlines. Dennis Bermuda is running for president. And then by Wednesday, then by Wednesday, someone's going to listen to the whole 31st, the whole first 30 minutes of the episode, and it's going to be Dennis Bermuda's Menace in the Man Show canceled. (laughs) Or, like, tomorrow you call in the office, I'm like, hey, guys, I want to speak to you. What's up? Yeah, so your little show, we got to let you go. (laughs) This little podcast business that you're up to? I stumble... I, you know what happened, Dennis? Which Schaefer said he'd come on in 15 minutes? Mr. Bermudez. I stumbled on something called Menace Tube. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I just want you to think about that while we wait 10 minutes for the supervisors to come in. Yeah. Oh. And now I moved on to one of your favorites, the Blondale. 
Oh, big. My lady and, and all of her family loves that one. Everyone loves this one. This is like their, their go-to, if you will. Remember when we had Dennis Bermuda's Day and we had the after party, if you will, the next day, like the recovery at Great South Bay? It wound yeah. up, this was what we drank. Oh, that's the that, – I feel like that's their, like, um, probably their, their go-to beer. Yes. Where their Jetty is kind of like their, their Coors Light or Bud Light beer. Where yeah. if you like those two beers, you're kind of like the Jetty Ale. Yeah, what I want to do, I wanted to do it today, but he wasn't there when I stopped in, is I want to go and have a drink or two with Craig and start getting the wheels in motion for that Menace Bermudez massive, yeah. massive IPA. Yeah. Like, he's the one who's going to make it. You know what I mean? The Menace Bermuda, Bermudez Belgian. Belgian. I feel like... Belgian. Because remember when we talked to him, we had him on the podcast. He's the one who's going to be mixing it up in a bathtub, you know, or he's the scientist over there. So, you know what I mean? He 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 used to mix it up in the bathtub. But. So now we'll go back to this craziness. Gilbert Burns winds up with Corona. That fights off. Couldn't be worse. That's kind of like having a lottery ticket. Or no, that's like having all the winning numbers and the last one not hitting. You're like, what? What do you mean? Like, I've done everything yeah. to get or, this point, and now... Or that too, That that's having a lottery ticket, putting it in your pocket, going to cash it in. You get to 7-Eleven or the gas station and you go, fuck. Expired. Hey, expired. It's not in your pocket anymore. You're like, what the fuck? The Cuban guy pulled it out. The Cuban guy picked it up when you dropped it coming out of the car. Uh, Yeah. uh, Like, everything he's ever done in his whole life has led up to a title shot. And here's the thing. He probably would have done it. I didn't want to ask him. I saw he just did, like an hour ago, something was uploaded on ESPN Gilbert Burns did an interview with, I think, Brett Akimoto. I didn't want to ask him to come on the show because I wanted to give him that air to breathe. You know what I mean? But when it all first happened, I shot Gilbert a message and I was like, is this true? And he was like, yes. And I was like, oh, I'm so like, I'm so sorry about that, brother. Like, don't worry, your time will come. And he sent me the tear emoji and the broken heart. And I was like, uh, oh, yeah. Uh I was like, oh, Gilbert. Do you think he started crying? Uh, probably. Or at least, I don't know about, got him not, definitely got the watery eye. I don't think he like, <laughs> he definitely got the. Like, you know, when sometimes people win the title, they start crying. I'm like, yeah. You might. Know. You might. You cry like tears of joy, I think, almost. Yeah. I don't know. You couldn't see yourself of crying if you wanted. Just in my head, it was just like, no, this is what I expected. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he cried. He could have. I mean, it definitely was an emotional thing, especially with. Yeah, I mean, hang on. On his best day, for sure, bro. And even I'd be pissed. Like, fucking, don't talk to me for a day or two, or I don't know. For him as a parent, 
and a husband. He probably thought immediately, I would have, I mean, I can imagine that's what goes yeah. to your head. My kids, yeah, like my, my kids and my wife, I don't want to get them sick. I don't want to. Yeah. And then even the flip side of that coin, I was about to win the title for my wife and my kids. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. So I had this. So when you, when you sent me, hey, Burns is out. I had, I don't know. I'm working, I'm driving, whatever. I'm just like, you know, when your brain waters, you start thinking about something like, what if? And this kind of ties into our other shit. A politician's like, hey, this UFC thing is making it like, you know, like this, you know, that everything can go back to normal. You. Bro. Say these random people have it. I saw some people post. Some people are talking about that right now on message boards, like that Gilbert didn't really have it, but I think he really had it. And then here's the craziest thing: it's now Brazilian, you know, there's a few Brazilian guys on the card. It touched the acting community, if you will, or Hollywood. Like I know Idris Elba, you know that dude. Yes, Idris Elba had it. A few uh, Tom Hanks had it. Like it's touched the acting community. It didn't really hit the MMA community. The first one that we knew about was Lyman Good. He got pulled from a fight. Then the first one that I remember getting tested and pulled from a fight was Jacare. Was going to fight Uriah Hall. Right. Now, and then you see um, Brendan Schaub tested positive for Corona. Really? Brian Callen, his co-host, tested positive for Corona. And now, when they broke down the logistics of it, they think they both got it when they went to San Antonio. Because they did a test, they were negative, they went to San Antonio, they did a test, they were positive. And apparently, the incubation period, they're saying it was, originally they were saying it was 14 days, now they're saying it's two to three days. Is like the real, you're going to, if you're testing yourself regularly, you're going to come up with the antibodies or the conclusive results or the... Showing up on a test in two or three days, they said this. Now, if you have the antibodies, you can't fight. No, uh, I don't know. That's weird. I think you can. I don't know. Lyman Good had to have had the antibodies, right? And he just fought. Oh, right, because he got pulled off and then fought. Yeah, I don't get. I, I'd have to do some research or ask some questions on that one. But so, yeah. Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen get it. Jacare had it. Then these they they go fight island. You know, oh yeah, we're gonna go fight island. And then fight island happens, and they step up the testing. They're like, yo, we're gonna test you. Then you're gonna quarantine for two days. Then we're gonna test you, and they're gonna like they they stepped it up a little bit. Pedro Munoz co-main event fighting Frankie Edgar. Boom, he tests positive. Gilbert. So did he show up? Nothing. And then in during like his little quarantine, he popped. I'm not sure the Pedro Munoz aspect. I'll let you know when and where it hit. You know. Yeah, I'd have. I could probably ask Pedro. Pedro's uh, he's another one of those guys that's super into what we're doing here. He's a fan. We're over here fucking murdering the game. <laughs> Yeah, like I talked to him and he was like, I am going to come on after my fight. And I was like, let's do it. And now the. F- <laughs> you can text him like, 
your fight with COVID? Or... <laughs> Which fight were you talking about? Because you already... <laughs> like, I thought you were talking about the Frankie Edgar fight, but... And now they're saying... Hopefully he doesn't die now, because I'd feel really bad about that joke. No, God forbid. He's yeah. he, he's a badass. He's Brazilian. He'll fuck that virus up. And that's the thing, too. Like, they're trying to say in the media that young people are dying from it. And maybe they are. But then I've seen a lot of reports where it's like, 26-year-old dies. It's sad. And then they show the 26-year-old and they're fucking obese. They're, they have, like, early-onset diabetes and shit like that. Like, I don't think any, like, Lyman Good is not dying from coronavirus. Yeah, he's fighting a month later. Yeah, like, Pedro Munoz, Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns was like, I have coronavirus. The only thing I'm experiencing is a headache. Which song my man do I Bro, I fucking, I remember, yeah, I'll even tell you candidly, the first night that I hung out with you after Danielle's mom had it, I came home and I was convinced. I was like, I got the coronavirus. And I started I started panicking myself and being like, take a deep breath. <gasps> oh, you can't even take a deep breath. You definitely got it. <laughs> yeah. Like like we said before, my lady's mom had the coronavirus and my lady was like quarantining herself in the house with her mom. Her mom took a test, again positive. Like even though she was like over like the flu aspect of it, yeah. like the sickness part, you know. Um, took another test, positive. Danielle took a test with her. Danielle was still negative. So, and then her mom took another test, positive. It's like, what? What the fuck? Well, that's the thing, too. Well, it's like a dead virus remember, or something like Remember that? initially, they were like, if you cough or sneeze in the supermarket, it's going to go 15 feet and get the next three aisles or some dumb shit. Then they came out a couple weeks ago and they were like, eh, maybe we were wrong. It's not as contagious as we thought. The the They call it the RO, which is like the amount. Of the, the So if it gets one person sick or three, like the flu gets like two or three people sick. They said this thing gets like five people sick. Like they were saying that it was like more contagious than the flu. Remember we had on Dr. Andy Gallopin and he was saying like, no, let's say the flu gets 15 people sick. COVID gets people, it gets, you know, 5,000 people sick. Yeah. I was like, I wonder, I mean, we should get him back on and see where he's at with everything. Oh, Dr. Andy Galpin? Yeah. Absolutely. We got your boy uh, Chris Wade up in the waiting room. Oh, send him, send him in. I accepted him. There you go. Yeah, Christopher, Chris, Chris. Oh, no audio. No audio. We'll give him a minute. It's always got to. It's got to connect. Oh, he's got the thinking emoji going on in the screen. He's got to unmute the mic. Chris? Oh, now he's got the coughing emoji. Is that an emoji? Is there a coughing emoji? Mm, not sure. Oh. Hello. oh, there it is. Got me? Yep. 
Yeah, it said Zoom encountered the problem and you have to uh, enter your uh, MacBook's password to reset the audio. Which is wild. That's what I was trying to type in while you were... Chris, we're just talking about a whole bunch of shit that I want your input on. Oh, yeah. One, let's go sports real quick because Chris Wade is, is the biggest sports fan I've... Not probably I've ever met, but he's like top three. Out of other athletes, probably, right? Yeah. There's people in general, actually. <laughs> Big time sports guy. So the Washington Redskins. Out of other athletes. The Washington Redskins have to change their name. Right. What? And I said to Stan, I said, whoever's complaining about that doesn't even watch football. So why the fuck does it matter? Because this is what people do do in life. They have nothing to do except complain about stuff that bothers them. It really offends them, and it has nothing to do with them. It's, it's uh, this is just this is what society is now. Now, now with that, you know how like it could be. You could be looking in a dark room, right? Mm-hmm. And if you stare at one spot, you can convince yourself that there's like a, that dark, that darker spot in the blo- in the blo- in the darkness is something. Right. You could so if you're like Redskin, Redskin, Redskins, the Redskins, the fucking Red, like you can like that's that's probably what happened, right? I don't. No, it's not. Normal people don't do that. It's that, I know that. So why are we with it, insane people? Same people that want everything closed still. That want to yell at you if you don't if you come close to them with your without your mask on. It's the same people that need to all get on a boat and and sail away and never come back. That's who it is. But listen, like I'm not saying it's it's really really bad that. We basically destroyed and like demolished a, a people that were here already, and then we were like, "Yeah, we'll name our sports teams after you." <laughs> after the fact, like in my head, like the Redskins, they're fucking awesome. Like they just they crush people. They you know the, wait the, the football team, the Redskins. Yeah. Yes. No, first yeah. of all, the Redskins suck. Hey. <laughs> okay, as a team, you're the reason why they're getting the name. You know. Didn't they win a Super Bowl? No, I'm, not, I'm no. not the reason. The owner just said like a year ago, we're never changing the name, and now this happened. All these protests and stuff, and now everybody wants to be politically correct. Right now, at this point in time, they want to look good, so that's why they're all doing this. And it's just, it's just. It's for the wrong reasons right now. It's to try to make people happy in the moment. But there's real problems. Why don't you go and give pe- those people back some real land that they can actually like live on instead of these like Indian reses around here that it looks just more like a like a bad neighborhood, you know? Well, our taxes probably go up, so easy with that, Chris. Our tax- that was a joke. That was a bad joke. 
they're stealing plenty of money. They could divvy it up different ways. <laughs> Anyways, but hang on, there's a few other teams that are changing their names, right? Yeah, the Cleveland Indians. Anybody that's associated with like a native I'm sure like the Chicago Blackhawks might have to think about it. Anyone that has like a Native American connotation, I don't know what the colleges are doing because they're more powerful than some of the sports teams. How about the Florida State Seminoles or the you know, like they're making big money and they're using that name. Are they going to have to give that up? I don't know. Let's say I was an American. I would take pride in like, hey, I'm Indian. Like, they're killing it. That's my team. Yeah, but I guess the idea is that like they ba- we basically like mass murdered them and took all their land. So they okay, don't want that to happen, be, like, they don't want to be associated with like Western civilization like that. Mm, so not. you weren't on before. I was telling Stan like, why don't they these same people go into social study books and start whiting out things that happen? Like I don't want to see it. I don't want people like. What do you mean? I know it happened. I get it, but. I think people now, uh, if you poll like the country, like people have a lot of affection toward that the Native Americans and what they stood for and how they lived, and they like are generally like they. It's not our generation that did what they did to them, but menace. Um, you sent this this invite to Rich already. Yeah, he's in our waiting room. All right. Well, hang on. So, Chris, we have a few questions for Rich Schaefer on, like, hey, like, when are gyms going to open up? Like, what's the deal with capacity for restaurants? I don't get it. Fill us in. Ah, uh, okay. Easy, Tiger. Easy. Well, easy. I just, I don't want to. Uh, nice and easy. Yeah. Wade, yeah. Wade's about to be like, you tell your fucking boy, Kumo, I'm going to fuck <laughs> him up. Right. Exactly. That guy needs to be taken. All right. Let him in, Buzz. That guy needs a beating. Good evening. What's up, Rich? What's what backdrop you got there? This is the new norm. Oh wow! (laughs) If you follow Cheers, right? Norm. I like that. This is the new norm. That's wow. the new norm. Is the right show for that? The new norm? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have. Wade, oh, Rich. What's, what's Mr. Wade think of that? No. Rich. Oh, you know what I think. Dennis the Man yeah. uh, face mask. We'll, we'll, we'll get you one. Well, uh, which one? A Dennis and the Man? A Menace and the Man uh, face mask. Chris, we got one for you, too. I would like that. Okay. I'm running yeah. out of face masks. So I could use one. Whoa. Uh, whoa. Look at that. How's whoa. that? He's over here flexing on us. Is that high school, college? That's high school. Senior? Class of 1981. North Babylon, yes. So how are we looking? Good? Yeah, you look awesome. We're live. We're already live. But, like, so so the reason why I was like, man, we got to get Rich on here. Because Stan was talking about how some other states that were... Opening up earlier or now shutting back down? Where are we at? So we're we're actually, and even though people want to kill us at this point, um, yes, other states that opened up much quicker than we did, instead of in a phased-in approach, are now experiencing 
uh, rapid increases. And because I think a lot of people aren't using common sense. So the, the main mantra we said here in New York was just use your head, use common sense. Don't run out and have a party on the beach with 300 people hugging each other. That's, right. that's moronic. That's right. stupid. Well, um, it's happening here now. You saw the Fourth well, of July, right? And that's, and again, that's moronic. Yes. And I'm referencing what went on over the weekend with Fourth of July. Again, we've opened our beaches. We've opened our marinas. We have uh, a lot of lifeguards uh, who work at our pools who aren't, we're not going to open our pools this year. We're going to announce that. Tomorrow, we just don't okay. safely. So you guys got the preview. Um, we're not going to open our pools and spray parks because we just can't keep them disinfected uh, as rapidly as we have to, uh, even though if you're in the pool, you're okay. But we can only allow one-eighth of the number of people into the pool, which in, you know, I'll give you an example. Phelps Lane Pool is a big pool complex in North Babylon. Normally, we can have 850 people in there. Under the guidance, we can only have 112. So it doesn't make sense for us to open it, have to put all the effort into it. So we've opened the beaches. We've, in fact, spread out the beaches. So you've got a much larger area at Overlook, uh, Cedar, and Gilgo. We put more lifeguards on down there. And so we've got a great opportunity. But Idiots who go out and do what they did over on Fire Island over the weekend or even out in Montauk, again, that's what ruins it for everybody. We've all gone through we've all gone through four or five months of complete torture and hell, you know, having to be social distance and stay at home and not interact. And then you don't want to be the idiot who ruins it for everybody. So back to the other states, the other states went and said, Okay, we're shutting down in the very beginning. They did a couple of weeks and then they just started reopening everything, you know, on mass. What? Like full bore. Full bore. Like just boom. It was almost like an explosion. And that's what ended up happening here. Now, so I would say I'm also critical of, because I think in some cases we're too slow in reopening, meaning that we've got a lot of, and in particular, I'm going to talk about small businesses. We've got a lot of small businesses that I believe could have been opened much earlier. For example, we had a lot of controversy, uh, Babylon Village, Lindenhurst Village, a lot of places like where you would only have one or two people going to the store, a jewelry store, um, a knickknack store, a drapery. Aren't considered essential. They're not considered essential, but they weren't allowed to open, even though those owners could demonstrate how they would be able to provide their service without a lot of interference from the government. So I think, I think that New York has done its best it could, but I think too controlling hurt some of the reopening and we could have gotten more people reopened a lot quicker. Now, something that's near and dear to my heart and near and dear to all of your hearts is gyms. And I believe that it's going to be reopened tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to start phase four here in New York, July 8th. And in phase four, you've got a lot of activities that are considered to be the more moderate, risky activities. Uh, for example, I got a karate school in West Babylon. Guys mapped out a beautiful layout for how he's going to do 
all of his lessons, it's not going to involve, you know, the one-on-one contact, but it's going to involve all the other things that go into the karate lessons, just like what would be all the other things that go into the jiu-jitsu lessons. It's not necessarily just rolling around all the time, but you can teach the techniques and things that go into it. You can do the strength and conditioning aspects of that. All of that can be done. So that's why I believe the gym should be reopened. Like, um, like for example, like LA Fitness, I get it, but Long Island Strength and Performance, you could definitely be in there and keep six feet from each other and lift for sure. Yes. Um, and, and I think that that's, those are the types of, so we're pushing right now. We have um, a state senator. Her name is Monica Martinez. So she's put together um, a package to get the governor to sign off on letting these smaller, uh, non, you know, large brand gyms reopen. Um, because we believe that a lot of them have to do with lessons, individual uh, lessons, as well as small groups that could be done either inside the gym with proper disinfecting and, you know, keeping everything clean, plus a combination of outside activities as well, outside the gym. Right. And then I, I've, I've been seeing like, Small little gyms in like, uh, like, um, like a plaza or something like that, like doing classes. Yeah. Now, would an MMA gym considered a class? So you can do outside up to now 50 people. So you can have outside. Holy shit. Hang on. Chris, how many times have we talked to Greg about like, dude, if we had a, a pavilion, with jujitsu mats and rolling outside, that would be dope. But, that, but that's not what they mean. They you mean can, like, you can do you can do outside, right? So if you're going to do lessons, you can do outside lessons, like one-on-one private jujitsu lessons, right? You can just go outside and roll, like because right. we're outside now, right? And so that's again, it's um, it's why we believe that you can't be too controlling. You got to have people use their common sense and let them do. Again, we have a lot of uh, contact going on because we've got employees who work at marinas, who work at beaches, who are interacting with people, and we're telling them to be careful. But we're also making sure that they're getting tested regularly, so that if they have contact with someone or they themselves bring in COVID, we can contain it as quickly as possible. We've had probably 25 different employees who've caught it. A couple of them ended up at Stony Brook in the hospital, serious, but are recovered. Nobody passed away who works for the town. But we believe there's ways to do a lot of what's still not being done with um, just common sense. And you can't control everybody's waking moment. And after we started opening up, if you look at the numbers over the last couple of weeks, and we're into now we're going into phase four, we're still at a 1% um, uh, infection rate, which means that everything is working well, according to what it's supposed to be. People are paying attention. You know, you have the nitwits, you're always going to have the nitwits. But for the most part, the good majority of people are doing what they're supposed to do. But Rich, you follow a little bit of fighting, correct? Um, I'm more of a Dennis fan. Okay. But really, Wade is my my guy. So right, Wade, your guy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, so there, so UFC 
two, what's it, 51 Two guys tested positive for COVID. Stan, are both of those guys from Florida? Like, train in Florida and live in Florida? Bro, I just got an update on my phone. Mike Brown just tested positive for corona. Mike Brown. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he it just said that he can't corner. He, he was supposed to head to Abu Dhabi to corner Masvidal. And now he can't go because he has he corona. He's the head coach. What oh, Mike Brown. Shit, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was thinking of uh, Matt Brown. Matt Brown. Yes. No, Mike okay, Brown. Mike Brown. Damn. So where are they testing before they fly? They're, or they get there and then they get tested on I've the plane. I've been at like a hotel. And then I, when they pass everything, they're letting them fly out. I think they're testing people. So for Mike Brown, they're testing him in Florida. Then he's flying to Vegas. They're testing him again. Then they quarantine him for two days or a day and a half. And then they fly him to Abu Dhabi if he passes. So, I mean, the UFC is really, really. Well, listen, they're doing it the right way. Look, I mean, again, there's a way to do this. And again, the UFC is obviously spending a lot of time, effort, intelligence, and money on making sure. Because again, you don't want to. One, you don't want to affect your other fighters or other people who are involved in the whole operation, but there's a way to do it. And that's why I say we, you can't control everything. You got to let people use their common sense. And that to me sounds like I just got the uh, wrestling protocols coming out about wrestling because we do rest, we do uh, kid wrestling programs in the town. We're trying to determine what programs we can let reopen. And we just got wrestling protocols that have a very well thought out, intelligent way of letting kids continue to do the training necessary for wrestling. Um, do you have information that's not getting released on the news, like in terms of like uh, like when you get the COVID, how much longer the tests? Like, let's say like you have it, I hang out with you, I got it hanging out with you. How many days later will I actually test positive for it? You could test positive up to fourteen days later. You could, you could never. But they, Stan was saying earlier, they like they're let's say it's like two to three days if you're monitoring, if you're checking yourself every day and yep, yep, if you're checking yourself every day. But just for example, our parks commissioner, he asked me this morning. He said, "Look, I'm getting tested every two weeks. Do you think I should get tested?" More often, and he, you know, he spent all of Fourth of July over at the beaches with our yeah. bay constables. And I said, look, maybe you might want to do it every week, but if so far so good, you've been, you know, you've been uh, working, it's been working out well, then stick with the two weeks. I mean, some some people, I don't know, a woman, a young woman who works for us, she just got tested. She tested positive. She hasn't exhibited any symptoms. She's about thirty. Um, she said she had a minor cough, which is what caused her to believe maybe, you know, she was just over overthinking. She got tested and she tested positive for it. it and it, can you only give it if if you no, have you could, like symptoms like or could, No, she could be giving it to anybody. That's why she now has got a quarantine for fourteen days. But after got, fourteen days you could still have it. Yeah, but you just I we had we had a kid, in fact a kid that Chris knows I can't. I'm not going to name his name. Oh, I know him. Works who, who, tested, who tested positive twice? Yeah, that, yeah. And can't, uh, can't that just mean that there's something wrong with those tests? Well, by the way, yes. How are you, how are you testing positive two times separately? 
tested positive once uh, in late March and then once again still was sick and tested positive, uh, but he was affected seriously by lost 30 pounds. He had all sorts of issues. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, it was weird. And again, because it's so new, they don't have everything down exact as to how people are affected by this. But Chris, to Chris's point, yeah, the tests are not 100% accurate. I heard they're only 50%. Yeah, the, that's, the, that's what the discussion is. not acceptable to me to be making calls on, like, who can do what. Like, Mike Brown might not have COVID. There's a 50-50 chance. Like, flip a coin. <laughs> And maybe you have it, maybe you don't. Like, how are you? I'm just, but, my but, mind is. But here's, so here's the, other, but here's the other boggling, Chris. So I, I have a guy who died uh, in April. Guy was 49 years old. He was the vice president of the Copeg School Board. He and I were at a meeting a week before. He started saying he has a cold, blah, blah, blah. Next thing I know, his wife's calling me because he's in ICU at Good Sam. Rich, they think he has COVID. He tested positive. He wants to talk. I mean, I was friendly with him. He was a leader in the community and ends up not coming out of ICU, dies about a week later. And it's just like baffling that that guy. Yeah, but that same guy didn't go to Long Island Strength and Performance and work out. Well, that's what I said. He didn't keep in, you know, running. I just, from what I see, it, it appears to be affecting people who you know, either have pre-existing ailments yeah, or, didn't, or didn't take care of themselves and they live on McDonald's or something else. And like, and now I'm to a point where it's like, you know, you got the world closed to protect people who never did a thing to protect themselves. And now you have the people who can fight it off and are strong enough to like keep this country going. And we can't because there's a lot of weak. We're the most obese country in the world. Right. And that's what, and that's the frustration that everybody has, which is why. Obesity, Hang on, Chris, Chris. Obesity Chris. makes you like six times more likely to like, you know, wind up in ICU from this thing. Chris, mm-hmm. Chris, those same fat people that don't take care of those, they got feelings. Like they don't like that the Redskins. Yeah. Are the the right. Washington Redskins. Yeah. And they're making three times the amount they make a week. On unemployment, so they don't care how long the world stays shut for. So yeah. that's a whole different. So even, rich, wait, rich, rich. The way that every other state right now is spiking, right? Is New York anticipating a spike? Uh, I would say later this year. Just because I heard October. Of, yeah, just because I, I think. We're all we're all feeling very good that there hasn't been a spike with the phased reopening. The fact that we haven't seen a dramatic increase and it's been steady, um, we're all kind of not surprised but kind of relieved. And on the flip side, is going into the fall. That's when you're going to get all the other viruses running around. So we believe that there'll be a spike later on. So like Texas. Miami, I think California, they all kind of pulled everything back and they closed everything down. Is that yeah. New York's plan as well? Once we get a little bit, if the numbers start going north, are we closing everything back down? I would say I don't believe you're going to be able to close everything back down. 
I think that um, the combination of the frustration that Chris talks about, plus the fact that we've learned ways and we've argued behind the scenes, I'm not going to have the arguments that I've had with the state officials on this show. Awesome people out, Rich. Get into but, it. <laughs> but, <laughs> you want to get me fired, Dennis? Come on. But I'll I, do it. I'll do it. But I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. Where are you, by the way? Are you in Oakdale there? Is that Oakdale? What's that? Are you in Oakdale? Is that yeah. you're, in, you're in your house in Oakdale. Yeah, I'm in quarantine. <laughs> there you go. You had too much fun over the weekend? Did I have too much? Too much? Uh, I'm I'm still here. You're still here. Excellent. But no, uh, Chris had a little Chris had a protest at his house with like fifteen people. He was checking everyone's temperatures at the door. Uh-huh. If you coughed, you were out. Out. You let it what was this you and your brothers or Yeah, family. Family friends, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, but, but, but to Stan's point, I think what'll happen is we learned a lot of that, uh, you don't have to close down, um, as was closed down. And we, and we did push back on a lot of situations that allowed us to say you don't have to close down as dramatic as they would. So I don't, I don't envision it being like it was in March and April. And I think it'll be a lot more manageable. Um, and in, so like, like a casino or some places are opening and they have like retinal or what's the word? Like the scans of your body temperature or you, you can walk in the door and take your temperature. Why can't that be the type of plan that's in place for a gym opening? So that we can't afford that. Infrared? No, I'm saying everyone that comes into Long Island MMA in Islip, you, who's, who's buying that equipment for us? Uh, a thermometer. The- we already been out of business for five months. So, um, good news, Chris. Uh, although your your gym is in Islip, but in Babylon, we're giving out ten thousand up to ten thousand dollars in grant money to any business um, that uh, has to purchase anything related to uh, COVID, meaning uh, masks, sanitizer, thermometers. Um, so, for example, your buddy Rob uh, Labiento, who just texted me and asked me, "Rich bike sprints?" Question mark. So I'm going to tell him. Text him back. F, comma. I'm going to tell him on the show. There you go. So, so for example, him, he's submitting right now his because he wants to reopen also, and um, and I let Greg and Ryan know this too. So through our industrial development agency, we came up with a program that's going to give up to $10,000 per business for any um, additional measures they have to take, any equipment they have to buy, any um, uh, supplies they have to buy that go toward helping them reopen to comply with uh, COVID guidelines. And it's working out real well. We've, been, we've helped a lot of small businesses in the downtown area, so they're submitting their um, uh, invoices of the equipment that they've purchased or the supplies that they bought, and they can get, like I said, up to ten thousand dollars in uh, grant money. They don't have to pay it back. It's designed almost to like kickstart them to get them going, and that's what our industrial development agency is doing. Um, I don't know if Islip is doing that, so I don't know how the Islip probably spread throughout the island. No, no, he's doing that innocent. Rich is man of the people. Like he, no, I know that, but the he understands like the like 
how badly small yeah, they're are getting they're crushed right now. They crushed. They killed everybody. Yep. They killed we're, everybody. We're trying to just help them get going again and get them recovered. And so that's why we took this pot of money that we had through the IDA. We would normally have been using it for other things. Like the that, parks, or like the spray parks or... Yeah, that we can't use it toward, right. right. So we're reallocating that, it to make that's it... That's amazing. Down. Yeah, for this. So I wish they would do something like that over here. But the problem with me is that we're, we're also stuck inside of a corporate gym, which is Gold's Gym. So I'm... Right. I'm. I can't really open until they that. allow until they allow them to open their doors. I can't get through because I'm within their building. Right. So and it's like I'm. I'm just at his mercy until he lets up. You know. Hear me out. Not rich, not rich but but I'm at the hear mercy. Me out. I just don't I know a guy. I don't. <laughs> I just don't understand no. like the mentality of. How we think that we can hide from a virus if we just stay inside for long enough. Like, it, it's just Mother Nature or, and when have we ever been able to hide from any, anything? I mean, it's just, it's a, not a matter of if, it's a matter of when to everybody. And the whole flatten the curve thing happened. Everybody shut it all down, like what Rich alluded to about March and April. But, you know, I watched Home Depot, Costco, Walmart, everything stay open with lines. And the jeweler from before, he just got able to open and he has about 10 customers a day and they come in one at a time. Everybody wears a mask and hand sanitizers. But that's the, that's, that's the stuff, that's that's not the stuff okay. that we argued with them about. Yeah. Them. Well, what were they doing from the jump? Like, it didn't that, make sense. It doesn't make It makes them look bad because. You let the big boxes stay open the whole time and well, you let like them you said, come up with protocols this quickly and you kept us closed and that, like who represented us during these phases and stuff? Do you think we would have taken that? Like, oh yeah, we're just going to not open gyms. Right. What we said was, um, and, and we said you're hurting the integrity of what you're trying to get people to buy into when you do that. And so when you have what you just described where you're seeing People lined up at Target or, or Home Depot. And then how do I explain to the jewelry store guy or, for example, a woman who has a, a blind company, you know, a, a window blinds and stuff. Mm -hmm. And and she, you've got some construction going. She's trying to provide her materials or her supplies and she wasn't able to get in. I mean, you know, I, I'll say this here. I said, just go in, Barbara, and do it. Because, <laughs> again, that's the only way you're going to be able to, to get it done. You're in there by yourself or you're with your one other employee and you're providing this stuff. Again, so, that, so I think to Stan's point, Stan said, how is it going to look, you know, later on? I think that there's a lot of things that were learned off of this. And that's why you can get, be guaranteed, at least from our perspective in Babylon, we're going to fight for making sure that it's done the proper way. And um, Chris, I'll suggest to Iceland, because I think just you describing what you've got, I think that if um, if lessons and if we're if we're successful in getting some changes after tomorrow for the gyms, I think there may be some movement on the smaller gyms being able to reopen and, and you'd be able to do something. We'll talk. I'll talk offline with you about that. Yeah, and then that's another thing too is if the best way to combat potentially catching the coronavirus 
or surviving the coronavirus if you catch it is your health, fitness. Yeah, it's yeah. the best way to protect yourself. It's better than any other thing you can do, and it's been taken away from everybody, literally. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm going crazy right now. Not ha- I mean, I've been trying to do stuff with Rob at his house, and you know, I don't blame him not wanting people over there or anything, but I've been trying to stick. Bitch, stick with- I'll train you. Train you over here. <laughs> Look at this. Over here at Matt. Oh, we got a whoa. driveway. Whoa, is that the is that the Lindenhurst address? Yeah. 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 I'm ready. Well, hey, free charge. Rich is like the Rich is like oh, the only person the that can calm me down when it re- when it, in regard to any of this. <laughs> He's like the only person that I'll like listen to. Listen and uh, we'll talk offline. Yeah. Well, me and Menace were talking about it before Rich came on. Most politicians are full of shit, and they're not going to shoot you straight. They're going to go into that political speech, and Rich is not one of those people. No, he's not. No time. He's very different than what I'm seeing a lot of out there happen right now. I just want. Stan, what's the mortality so far at all the cases? What do we got? That's what I'm trying to find. Yeah, like a whopping 0.66 of a percent. Countrywide or New York? Yeah, whatever. Give me yeah. the world. Give me everything. I Googled it, and they're not giving me an actual statistical number. Go to the uh, Johns Hopkins dashboard, Stan. Is a Johns Hopkins University... It's like it's like 1%. Yeah, they've got it right on there. And I just, uh, like... Homepage. You know when, like, it's like the dad that the son makes it to the NFL and then he's, like, right there on draft night and he's like, you did, we did it, son. Like, you didn't care about our health when it comes to cigarettes or drink as much as you want or let's pollute the, the ground and with Grumman and then blame, you know, just say, I don't know, let's pollute the park in Central Islip and cut a deal and, and – expose kids to biohazardous stuff and then you know let the guy out of jail after six months or three months in some nice little place he went to for a little bit but something that's killing 0.66 percent of people let's shut the whole world off the flu has come in quietly and killed probably like a quarter mil so far this year just nice and quiet but we have a vaccine for that nobody cares because it's not a new story. It's not hot. It's not, you know, whatever. And to me, it's like, well, I don't understand where the mindset of this country went because 50 years ago, this wouldn't happen. People would be like, nah, we're going to work. This country has to stay open. Yeah, China, quietly, China quietly is up and running. They're going to pass us real soon economically. They're, they're right there. They're back full force. We're buying all their stuff right now. It's like, I just don't understand it. Why are we the ones that can't figure it out? So I can't find a statistic on it, but obviously we can gauge it off of... I have statistics on it. It's like 0.7. Well, I'm saying there's 7.8 billion people in the world, and then they're saying the total confirmed cases is 11.7 million. Okay. So how many that... like Which is a blip. On the radar, eleven point seven billion. Eleven point seven million. When you're talking about yeah, seven, let me yeah. put those things up, dude. Fifteen thousand people die a day from starvation. Still in 2020, fifteen thousand died today. Kids, women, men. Like that's just one statistic. I just 
forgive me for no, being I don't like, think, no, I don't you care me. that much that against my will, you're going to do what's best for me? I'm not so sure that that's what, why you're in this game with me. I'm, I don't from, I'm know from the government you. and I'm here to help you, right? What's that? I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. Uh, I think local government and like... Oh, Chris, you know. that's an old, Chris, what that is, is that's a joke where people say, oh, yeah, you're from the government. You're here to help me. No, you're here to screw me. That's We're, in an, we're at a point in time where pretty much everybody says they can't trust the government. They can't trust the institutions. They can't trust the information they're being given, right? And you're not you're you're not the only person who's thinking what you're just saying. Yeah, I mean I won't watch sixty seconds of CNN or Fox News or anything because it's just one side agenda and the other side's agenda going against each other. And that that to me is not how you you gotta like be in the middle of and think for yourself critically. But Rich, if you want a segment here on Menace the Man called, hey, 50-50, shoot it straight, we'll take you. There you go. I'm happy to be on. Now, Rob says I better get off the show and do bike sprints. Tell him. <laughs> Yo, he's just jealous. I've been doing those bike sprints. I there bought an assault bike. I got it downstairs in my house. Uh, How many that- RPM are you hitting over there? Um, uh, what am I, what are you I, doing? 2020s? 30, 30? We do, uh, we do 20, 20, no, we do 20, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. And what are you doing? Like, uh, uh, you guys all hop on zoom or what? Yeah. He, uh, I have the little phone and I put my eighties on eight on in the background. So I don't know. I miss the rap music from the gym, though. I miss <laughs> Yeah, uh, I bet you do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or you get some weird, like, well, you would hear some weird rap. They're like, what the Oh. Or uh, the Axel F theme when Greg gets to put on the Axel F theme. Oh. I gotta say, Long Island MMA Farmingdale's music choices. A lot of the time, I'm I'm just like, yeah, because you it sounds like dreary and death. You're like you're like Michelino. Turn that <laughs> shit off. Come on, Mitch. Turn that on? turn that music that no one's ever heard before. Oh. You remember when they thought it was cool yeah. to keep looping the same song for like an hour and see? Who well, that was it? for like on Fridays. It was, that was the, the Axel uh, F. That was the Axel. Oh, that's what it was. Oh. Yeah, the, 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 I know, used to want to tear my hair out. Yeah, that was from. Well, um, the thing is, is, like after like two hours, like. Is this the same song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you start to like, And then once you, like, your attention grabs is the same song, you're and like, you're done. As soon as you realize you're done, yeah. you're, you're tortured. That's Greg's favorite song, I'm told. What? How's that go again? Like, dun, 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 yes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and he would just keep playing it. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Murray and uh, in yeah. Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop, Axel uh, I remember. Like, torture. Michelino being like, I like conscious rap. I was like, turn that shit off and put on some hip hop, some actual rap. Put on Biggie Smalls. Yeah, he likes rap with a message. And I was yelling eighties on eight. No one's ever heard. Eighties on eight. So I got eighties on eight and my bikes, my assault bike. I don't know when the day is gonna come, but next time I'm in the gym, you're in the gym. What I'm just gonna just go back there, put on eighties on eight, see what happens. Awesome. Yeah, Thank I got you, you Buzz. Thank you. Yeah. So, so I'll see you guys soon. Yes, hopefully this all keeps. Chris, I'll give you a Buzz tomorrow morning. Okay. I got, a, I got a um, 
I just have a phone call for Island Strong for a, like a Zoom meeting at 10:30. All right, cool. I'll call you. Um, What's the that. room meeting? What's the? the I've been I've been getting up real early though, so. Oh, you're up early. All right, I'll give you a call in the morning. Yeah, I've morning. been getting up at like 6:30. I changed my whole thing nice. to quarantine. Nice, nice. I'm tearing it up despite this being closed. You get more done. Well, he's angry. Less angry, less angry. No, he said, well, I'm angry. He's putting his frustration. I'm just motivated for some reason, even though there's nothing going on for me. I'm just like, I'll just get better as a person. I don't know. Yeah, but you're doing it the right way. A lot of people aren't. Well, wait. Yeah, I've lost lost like 12 pounds during quarantine. I'm in like better shape than I started. I've (laughs) seen that. Wade's looking jacked right now, but Wade wakes up. Wade wakes up every morning and he's like, motherfucking Cuomo, motherfucking, and, and he paces around a little bit. Then he gathers himself like, you know what? I'm going to go make a phone All right, call. guys, I got to go now. You're going to get me fired here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do this to Rich. You're the man, Rich. All right, see you guys later. All right, Rich. Take care. Bye. They're on the same party? Are they the same party? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's like his, uh, that's his cohort. Boss? Not his boss. boss? That is nah, not his like boss. Uh, but... I mean, actually, yeah, it might be. Cuomo's in charge of New York State. I love Rich, but I can't let some of the stuff completely off the hook. Like, like it's I... just, it's just utter bullshit. Like, but, legit bullshit. But you know his love for Long Island MMA. I'd imagine yeah. Rich is working to. Open the gym. No, Rich is. He really is. Rich is in like a bad spot where he's he's gotta play nice with like the sides that he doesn't you know necessarily even agree with that stuff because you have to play the game. It's all a game. It's a political game of just you know you gotta be smart about it. You can't make enemies. Like you can't. There's certain things you just can't do. Chris, you want to put a smile on your face? Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about fighting? Well, wait. First, I heard you talk about Island Strong. How's Island Strong doing? Oh, they're selling a ton of shirts. Yeah, we're, we're actually doing very well right now, despite the store having been closed, because a lot of people have been shopping online. So we had like some of our best months that we've experienced through people just being online a lot more. Yeah. Mm. You know what I need to start doing? I need to start when I'm like in Target or wherever I go. I need to take pictures because I see Island Strong shirts everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. I know it's it's starting to show up, man. It's starting to show up. I feel like now, we're what, what really on the cut right now of being like probably the brand on Long Island. What would it take for the Men's the Man show to get sponsored by uh, Island Strong? Couple more of those good months that I was just talking about. <laughs> Maybe we just get some gear for the first, and you know, see what. Uh, I'll be, I'll do that all day. We'll guys. wear some shirts on the show. Nice and, nice, like, yeah, I'm gonna try. No chance am I trying to get rich off of. I was, I just I think you guys have like legit gear that I kind of want a little piece of. I'm like, hey guys, yeah. best in the show. Uh. You know. Well, wait. Who who's the "Don't Be a Pussy" shirt from? That's Gamma. Uh, yes, Gamma Labs. So see, we got the we got the product placement. Wait, he's got the Gamma yeah. Lab shirt. I got the GSP yeah, shirt on. Do you feel behind him? Stacked yeah. up. 
I'll hang some shirts over it. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. I love GP. We'll talk. We'll roll the ball around. I mean, I'm not trying. Like, yeah, no, but in all seriousness, we are making some really, really nice gear right now. And if you guys want to do something to start, we'll do something. We'll figure it out. Even if you guys, if you guys just shared the show, really. Like, all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have we do have a platform that way. So, yeah. so. we have like, I don't know, 45,000 followers or something around here. It's like more than Stan has. Yeah, more than you have, too. More than I have. More than me and you have, Dennis, probably. <laughs> Fine. Well, it's all complete. What do you got? What do you got? Like 28, 30? I think it went down since I retired. Dude, mine's been going down a little bit, too. I've been running my mouth. I've been running my mouth about this, and pe- soft people are like, I don't believe in this. Unfollow. Get the fuck out, bro. Dude. Yeah, but you also, so me and Stan talk about some things, and. Wait, this might be the last episode. With the shit we were talking about before you came on, Wade, this might be the last episode. Yeah. I was like one beer deep, and I was like, I don't like this and that. And fuck those guys. Well, anyways, so me and Stan will talk off the air, and we'll talk about how you know, we should do this, we shouldn't do that. And I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. And if they don't like that, then I don't want them to pay attention to us. You know? Like, if, they, if we're not eye to eye, like, fuck off. Right. But not even eye to eye, like, I don't know. Or if it bothers you, like, I see shit in Target that bothers me, but I keep going to Target. Yeah, exactly. And the people that go in there. We just don't, we don't think on that, that wavelength at all to where we can ever relate to that type of Here's what it is with me and you, where we mean you. Like the shirt you have on, bro. That's who. You, that's what you're talking. Yeah, about. probably. Best man shows probably get canceled because of this shirt. <laughs> but I'll fucking I'll burn to the ground. I don't give a shit. My my thing, like I it I keep reiterating it is like when something's killing less than one percent of the people that get it. Like I'm not even going that in detail. I'm saying like me and you and even Stan. There's things we didn't like growing up. Our parents went, I don't give a shit. It, like, you don't have a say. Shut up. Everything's going to be fine. That's what it is. You go, okay. And it is. It's yeah, probably bro, better somebody, that way. Some of these people never got hit. Some of these people never Yeah, they, they, like, like for example, like Stan. Stan has news and, like, that say and do whatever the fuck they want. Society has slowly, all the betas that like can't defend themselves have slowly over time created a whole new system where like you can't touch me and like they can win in so many other ways that they could never have won in the past. Gen- they, they could be just completely feeble genetically, physically not take care of themselves, be completely closed minded because they were silver spoon fed their entire life born into money and they got stuff to say to people like me and you who just want to like you know run our business or you know just let let people make their own decisions like that kind of a person to me i just have no like no use for in this professional fighter retired I'm still like my dad was like, "Yo, dude, what you said that?" I'm like, "Pop, <laughs> pop." 
You know, but like, but me and my dad are same wavelength because of that. All three of us can tell plenty of stories about how we cross boundaries as children and and we're reprimanded for doing so. I'm sure of that. But I know a lot of people like not saying hit your kids. No, I never but touched like, my kids. Yo, like, your kids cannot always be happy. Your kids don't run. Your your kids and even this. Your your kids. They're two. They're seven. Your, like your kid does not run shit. No. Does not Bro, run shit. There's people out there letting their dogs run shit. Do you understand how bad society is destroyed? Destroyed. Oh, kids. kids is like a. If if you see a kid totally spoiled now, it's like ah, that's not bad. How about the dog parents or the pet? Come on, bro. There's some. There's some. I'll call them out right now. My brothers will get in a chat, and both my brothers are both married. Both my brothers do not have kids. Both my brothers have dogs that like. I've said a few things. They're like, "Are you fucking serious?" I'm like, "What?" For example, like my brother's dog, and like, listen. Which brother? I love it's a good dog. Which brother? Dean. His dog got hit by a car. I'm being insensitive. I've never had my own dog. I get probably where he's coming from, but I just I don't know. I was being rational, I think. So his dog got hit by a car. He's like, man, like almost lost my dog. Whatever. He's upset. I'm like, uh, okay. And then. Cost me $1,500 to, I'm like, you could have bought two of that dog. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, and like my other brother attacked me too. And I was like, ah. I mean, I when, it becomes, when it becomes like the, like attached Why? to family there, I'm sure there's a number that, you know, depending yeah. on how you're doing, you're willing to go to. I'm talking about people who. Like let the animal do whatever it wants. They want. like that. Like anything, literally anything. When they're oh, out, you do on my couch. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you little silly goose, you. Yeah, don't do it again. Such a cutie. Like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, but those same type of people raise kids. Yes, they do. You're right. And, and that's why people are like redskins. What is that? That's a football team? Would you not agree that we have some bigger issues at hand right now? One oh my million god. percent. Like all that attention like of pro sports teams that are closed right now. Like is it why? Why is that the topic of discussion at all? A sports team be called being called the Redskins didn't call, kill anybody. It's because somebody wants to be like the hero for like like, well, they want following. Look what I got done. Look at the attention I brought to this. Well, we That's talked about be their their hill. It's gonna do something like you or me did, Chris, and like fucking like, kill yourself, starve yourself, well, sacrifice we, well, shit. Menace. We talked about that with Eves and out. A lot of people are just doing things for the gram for social media. Oh, get it all day, all day. That's all they do. Like like I'm I'm gonna go protest just because it's just because it's cool. No, I was uh, burping. I'm like five beers, five Great South Bays deep at this point. Did you see how enraged I was? Speaking of that, like, so 
you know, they claim the incubation period can be like two weeks or whatever. You could be asymptomatic for two weeks. It's smaller than that. Right. So all these protests went on, right? And the whole, the whole left encouraged all of this to go on, right? They didn't want you to protest against them closing you down. But if you were going to get crazy over the other protests, you could do whatever you wanted to, right? This was how long ago? A couple weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Right? Wow. And now they're seeing number spikes, right? But they're blaming the 4th of July weekend. Like people went to the beach and drove straight from the beach to the hospital the next day. Get the hell out of here. Bro, they, the amount of, they the started with Memorial of people Day. that went to the beach and then even got tested is, is like this probably. But they're running like sensational articles about how it's July 7th today. They're talking about how the 4th of July has made us go back into a free fall as a country. You're full of shit. Completely yeah. full of shit. They started with Memorial Day. And they were saying Memorial Day made it spike. Right. But yeah. but none of the protests made it spike. None of the protests made it spike. Yeah. Where people were literally like this. You know? We need, hey, we need to get Brad in on this call. Dude. People need to... Pe- the, the chips need to fall after the dust settles on this. They really do. They really, really do. Tomorrow... Uh, tomorrow it's going to be like, Hi, this is YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Your show's taken off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Stan, what would you do? Stan, you'd probably kill yourself, right? No, I'd find another platform. I'd go Alex Jones, and I'd find another platform. What platform? They're not taking us down. I don't know. Any which way. We'll figure it out. They can- do we have to you pay, why do we have to pay for people who can't, like, who can't, like, if you can't protect yourself and you decided to eat McDonald's your whole life, you stay yeah. home. Wow. I just had to... Pr- I should have brought it up to Rich. I like the Wade Bermuda. I'm coming out. The Wade Bermudez ticket for 2020. Dude, I want that guy's job so bad, that crook. Who? Cuomo. <laughs> so there you go. Axie crook. That's De- what he is. Dennis. Let's not forget, bro. This is an election year, all right? People De- don't want to talk about it. But- De- so here, here. We'll get- right, so what was Trump's strongest point going into this? It was the fact that the economy was doing great, right? Unemployment was at an all-time low. What did they do? They spun the entire thing. They gave the country the highest unemployment rate it's seen since like the housing market crashed. And then they closed every small business and put everybody under the teat of the government so that when they go into September, October, they're going to be like, Look, look what he did. He didn't act fast enough. He didn't act fast enough. No, you guys shut everything. You closed everything. So he, he could have stopped this. No, he's still trying to stop bro, it. And that, yeah, he got so much shit. He stopped travel from China and from Europe early. And people yeah. were like, nah, he didn't They're do like, it. Nah, 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 nah. First, it was unconstitutional. Then it was, he didn't, right. do, it. He didn't right. do it early enough. Yes, exactly. First, he was evil. And then he was too slow, right? And then you just heard that before. Oh, we don't know shit. We don't know if masks, the cloth masks do a damn thing. We don't know if you're asymptomatic, if you could give it to somebody. We don't know how long the incubation period is. Our tests are 50% accurate, coin flips, right? And But they're predicting that 
It will come back in October. It will be back. How can you predict that? Where is your basis? So if I'm being honest, I don't know if I can get Bermudez elected as president. So, Dennis, we're going to run on the state level. I'm going to run Wade on the national level. I'm with it. Wade versus Kanye West and Donald Trump and Joe Biden. We're did going you hear Wade. that, Chris? Yeah, I did. Pu- <laughs> pu- publicity stunt. I I like it, though. And I'll tell you why I like it. You can't vote for him. I'm voting for no, Joe Biden This is, listen, this I is why I like it. This is why I like it. I think that's why people don't like me because I think about stuff. Kanye West and Donald Trump are pretty tight. Yeah. Okay? Okay. The Democrats, for the most part, not locally, not guys like Rich, but are they want the country closed. They want to make him look bad. They want this thing to be as bad as it possibly can be. And they think that that's going to lead to them stealing this election away. So Kanye West comes up. What, what's their main push right now? Black Lives Matter. Oh, wow. Um, they're tr- they don't care about them. They want their votes. They're, they want, they don't, they're not trying to, if, if you think the world is all like sunshine and rainbows and everybody is such a good person and, and on and on and on, then you, I got a bridge to sell you. So the election, the election, the election's coming. And now Kanye West put, throws his name in, right? He could steal a lot of votes from them, from people that would normally have voted for Biden. And now they're going to vote for Kanye West. <laughs> And I'm like, yes, bro, do it. Even five who think like, hey, I've got feelings. I know, I know what the fuck's up. I'm, those people are gonna vote for Kanye, right? I hope he's gonna steal like a you. Listen, we you have to talk about elections the way it is. They the the Democratic Party is is pushing for the minority vote extremely hard right now. And that goes for Hispanics. That goes for the black community. That that goes for literally all of it. And Kanye West can take a chunk of those votes, like legitimately. Can it? It Who sounds absurd, but he literally could. People. What's that? Who would be a better candidate that could steal that many people? No, he's about as good as you could do that way. About his wife. No. If they if they really wanted to beat Trump, they would throw a bag of money at the Rock. Oh wow! Yeah, and they'd get the dumb people to be like, "No, I'm voting for the Rock." If you think I'd vote for the Rock, you would be out of your mind. He have he would have my vote so fucking. I've never voted. I would vote for the Rock so fucking fast. Your head would fucking spin. Thank God! Thank God you don't vote, Menace. What do you mean? I like the way that guy walks. I'm going with him. Yo, me and Rock, and Chris Wade, and you—we all probably think on the same fucking line for sure. Yeah, the Rock does hard work. The Rock doesn't speak on politics because, and the only time when you don't speak on politics, it's because you're 
Republican or you're in that realm, right. you're almost common sense. Like even – wait, I'm sure you've seen it. The start – and it goes back – same way they say, oh, slavery or Confederate army or whatever. The Democrat Party is like before the Republican Party. The Republican Party was started to combat the Democrat Party trying to keep slavery alive. That's what the Republican Party is. So like, I don't know. I don't know the facts about the starting of either party. I don't even agree with parties, to tell you the truth. I, oh, a hundred percent. It's just a rig, I mean, another rig job. Like, what? How is that the best way to pick the best person to give you two choices of, of like rich old white guys that, that like got enough money from their corporate buddies to run for president and get ad campaigns? Like, where's our like? Where's the forty-five-year-old young like, you know? brash guy that's going to symbolize power like where is he like why, why do we have a senile guy well what, hangs out with strippers and like shoots machine guns dan bolzerian no it, that's oh, not a poker player poker player no i said what oh, i said poker fuck that guy <laughs> that guy's soft too please bro you don't think don't you me. and him maybe think in a similar line but here wait i'm sure you've seen it on like facebook there's some friends or people we know in the fight community that are like hardcore, like Democrats. Like, like I'm an independent. I consider myself. I actually consider myself common sense. Yeah, that's what I am. I yeah, considered yeah. myself. If you had to ask me before this, a Democrat. I would go to all the richest stuff. I've seen Hillary speak. I've seen well, Obama Rich. Speak. Totally, I mean, met them. I think Rich. And when this all happened and I thought about and watched everything that's been going on, I'm done with them forever, forever. They'll never get me back because they screwed us that badly and they're still screwing us that bad. So I'm common sense, but my common sense tells me that to go this way, you know? Yeah. I'm done with it, bro. Politics is a slippery slope, but yeah. And then where's liberals and what's the other one? Liberals and I kind of want to get in there, bro. I feel like the new wave thing is to just like speak your truth and to be real, and you can like really get ahead nowadays. And like, you don't have to be as much bullshit. You know, you can. Chris Wade's gonna go to his mailbox like next Monday and be like, "I'm running for fucking state senate." What? (laughs) I'm just gonna sign him up. Chris, re. Chris, rewatch your segment of the show. Send Stan what clips you want. He'll he'll make them for you. And then I got you, Wade. Nice white fellow like yourself. I'm gonna put Bermudez on the ticket so you get that Puerto Rican vote. Oh wow! See, we're, already, we're already politicking right now. You ever see? You ever see the signs that get put in the lawn? Bro, how could someone beat one of us? Though honestly, if you're ha- if you can debate and talk and be rational. Like, bro, what have you been through that I haven't been through? Right. You got I'm literally, a, I literally have fought for things. Like, I'm literally a fighter. You're just talking out of your ass over here, trying to rah-rah people, and you're going to steal from them after. So, And then when you guys give speeches, you just finish it, or in the middle of it, you'd be like, and if worse comes to worse, I'm leg-kicking this motherfucker. And then the, yeah, crap, the crowd will uproar. The speech, he just laces me, like, and we're just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shotgun two beers and fucking <laughs> yeah. So I got two so, beers, just bang it off our head and drink it. That's couple, how you win nowadays. Oh my god! Ric Flair, each Ric Flair chop each other. 
hit a woo. Yeah. Everyone yeah. back. So, I'm voting for this Dan, motherfucker. Dan, could you break a watermelon with your legs, squeezing it? Like, I saw Grilly trying to do it. He couldn't well, do it. How did you? Oh, the question. Do it. No. Chris, shut the fuck up, Chris. No. Oh. Women can do it. Women have like that strength. No, no women probably it, stab a hole in the side. No, cover with their legs. You I never mean, a jacked girl has strong as like that weird tensionary strength or whatever in her legs to go like this. I don't believe it. I don't, are I there women that melon to that girl? I don't believe it. You don't get on the machine at the gym that does that, the abductor thing. They do that machine. Yeah, but he's also need to get on that to be stronger than them. I triangle people. Why wait? Wait. Wait, you've never you've never seen that girl? She's getting like either ripened ones that are like getting mushy or some she's doing something to them because we you're not convincing me that that girl is that much stronger than than Dennis and I and Grilly and all, all these guys. And we couldn't even make it make a cracking noise. Well, nobody did it. It, get, it starts to like, Dude, get, like I felt like my knee was bang a lot. Did you guys try it? Because I've, I've seen it. I've never tried it. Did you guys try it the Ben Askren way? Did anyone break yeah, it that way? I got it like this and I was just like just trying to destroy now, Chris, it. Chris, do you think Ben Askren did it the proper way? Or he had something? He's got a gorilla grip. I'll give Ben Askren because I like I, I would like believe, I would believe that he's like a country boy, like farm strength. Yeah, yeah. He, didn't he, he, do, he probably knows like a technique and he knows how to like. Hang on, real him. quick. Did he do two at the same time? Like this, yeah. That's from like. I don't know, man. I think it depends on the watermelon. I think if you get watermelon, got, you could break. He also has way longer arms than you or I. Right. I That's think true. there's probably something with leverage there with that, for sure. Right. I would agree. And here, we'll, we'll, we I could, do think the watermelon matters. I think if you have a rind that's like this thick, like you're not cracking that thing. Bro, we put a mortar in it and lit it off. And we went over there and it hadn't even exploded. It like cracked a little on the It just on, had like a had big like a, hole. It had like a circle and like a little crack on each side. You guys got some badass watermelons. Oh, hang on. Stan, a mortar. Yeah. And it didn't. It just made a hole. Nope. You know what, Chris? It did not. We, we thought it was going to be all over the road, and it was just sitting there smoking. Like, like in the, we could have picked it up and like cut it up after that. It was all right. Per- perfect segue there. We're talking Ben Askren. I was like, yo, Ben. Marty, your boy, Ma- your boy Marty's about to fight Masvidal. You want to come on the show tomorrow? He was like, oh, tomorrow I'm super swamped. I got shit going on, and then I was like, how do you see that fight going? Who you got winning? He was like, Marty, however he wants. Is Ben coming on right now? No. You know what? Oh, do, I thought I you were segueing like... I do agree with that, though. Like, I was segueing to UFC 251. Got you. We don't look at fighting the same way anymore, but you guys can honestly sit there and say that, like, all right, let's say Usman was like, I just, re- just want to win, right? I just want to keep my belt. I only have six days. This they just changed my opponent. This guy's dangerous. You're telling me if he want if he didn't want to put him on the cage and take him down about fifteen times and exhaust him and destroy him that he couldn't do it. The way that Masvidal wins is if 
Usman decides to be a Dana and a people pleaser and have a boxing match like he did with Colby. Yeah. To entertain everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Only but that's not like that's not like true MMA. Like true MMA, like who's better and who has the better skills? Usman could beat him, I feel like, ten times out of ten if he wanted to by just taking him down. Like how's he gonna get up more than once? Yeah. Khabib could beat him. Khabib, exactly. The way people the weight class different the weight class below. Wait, the w- Khabib what? Couldn't be I'm him. saying Khabib could beat at one seventy, could probably beat Masvidal? Yeah. You saying? Yeah. But like even like that. Down and going yeah. Game down. 100%. I would take Khabib all day. Ragdolling him for it's 20 like minutes. Rock, it's like rock, paper, scissors, bro. It's proven. That's why they don't really like it. They like the the action and the unknown of like anybody could get knocked out at any second. Well, the thing is, is I think Masvidal stepped into that realm that Connor printed where, hey, let me talk a fucking not and I think Masvidal's shit that he talks is real. Very yeah. real. No, he's real. People he's real. become emotionally engaged. Like, yeah, motherfucker. It's not Marcus, a story. I'm gonna punch your fucking face out. Right, but he's go- he's goading Usman into that kind of a fight. He knows what he's doing. He's he's reeling him in like I'm gonna break your face, and Usman's gonna be like, "You ain't breaking my face. Watch this." And then they're gonna have a a pissing contest. And even people are saying that Masvidal has that out. Like, oh, I only took the fight on six days' notice. He does have that Which out. He though. does. He win does. Win for him. If but he, he didn't have enough time to get ready. He right? did, he wasn't getting ready for Usman. Like, he didn't have that centered training camp for Usman. Usman got ready for Burns. But Masvidal's been training. He's not coming off the couch. I know he's not coming off the couch, but he doesn't have pressure like the way Usman does. That's something I've heard a lot of people say is all, all the pressure's on Usman. If he loses, he just has an asterisk. Like, I think that's just natural for the person who's been on the card the longest. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, isn't that always the case? Like, remember when Connor's fight switched to Nate and, like, the pressure really wasn't on Nate on that first one and he and he swarmed him. Here's another thing. Masvidal's already talking about who he's going to give a title shot to. Next, you're saying? Yeah. He- I love it. I love it. Hang on. The guy is, I think it's organic, but he's a marketing. He's organic, for sure. It's organic, but he's marketing awesome. Yeah, he's doing a great job with himself. Whereas Kobe, you're like, dude, really? Like. Yeah, I'm- I get it. Well, I mean, when you come from backyard fighting, I mean, you, you don't you don't really need to explain much more than that right i mean you kept it you damn real (laughs) that guy could say whatever he wants from here on out bro he was fighting with kimbo scott and then he's punching dudes backstage like he can say he's raw dude he's real like that guy could could turn on you at any second bro you could be having a great night and he might punch you in the face at like 10 o'clock i invited you my birthday we were having a great time I said I love Cuba. I don't, I don't appreciate what you had to say. <laughs> Headbutt. Oh my but god! I, I like that. I kind of like that. I'm into that. Well, hang on. I also like, and I know you for sure can say the same thing. Like my friends and the people I hang out with are all like that. But I feel like you're like yeah, that's how I grew up, man. Like, 
I grew up like that. I don't like the cringy stuff that goes on in MMA right now. It's disingenuous and it's it's all promotionally based and and like those ones that are organic, those are the ones that you that most people take to, like the ones that you find that it's real. Yeah. But another reason why I said to Menace I want to get Chris Wade on. I know Chris Wade likes to dabble a little bit in the gambling, betting some money on some fights. Allegedly. I, I hate that he's on here right now because I'm probably going to spend like a middle of 200. This is a big car. This ha- this has some fights worth betting. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, Chris, not, Chris, you know how I you know how I am with like wa- like watching them, but I will I will be watching this. Chris, Papa needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Specifically, don't, worry, for don't work. worry. We're gonna we're gonna cook. We're gonna we're gonna be. Oh fine. lord! Oh lord! Yes. Okay. And you know what, man? I've been hitting some weird prop stuff. Like, like what round? Like choke third round. Or like the odds are crazy. I can't. Every time I go with someone, like, listen, we're gonna win. Just follow my lead, and I go, okay. I do. We did. Just one time, I was in Atlantic City with Lafleur, mm-hmm. and I was like, we'll do. We'll each do. He's like, we'll each do a hundred bucks. I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Trust me. I'm like, all right, okay. Ten minutes later, he's like, that's the best I ever lost that much. I was like, what? What? But wait, even you were saying prop bets. What was it? UFC two fifty. I picked. I put a hundred bucks on fifty and fifty on Cody Galbrandt winning by knockout over a Sunsau in the second round. Wow! And then he knocked out a Sunsau with four fifty nine. Yeah. So I remember watching that fight, and I'm like, "All right, he fucking lost. He fucking this is done." And then he did that fucking Hayushin. And then he disappears and fucking boom, there's your money. <laughs> oh, my God. I was watching that with my brother-in-law. I was like, oh, my God. That's why you got to love fighting, right? You yeah. You got to love fighting for that reason. Like, you're always in it. You always have a puncher's chance, right? Like, you could be down every round and there's a chance that you could hit somebody with a haymaker and bang. Yes. The unpredictableness of You want to go through some of the picks? Yeah. Who do you think is going to take Usman Masvidal? Masvidal is a... Oh, you want to start at the top? Well, you want to go bottom? We can go bottom. I mean, the bottom, we don't know a lot of these guys. No, I'm not saying the very bottom. I was thinking, like, from the Vulcan fight, maybe? Yes. That's probably... Like, even... Like, you know, Maquan Armakani, but he's fighting... Nobody knows who Danny Henry is. Well, if you want a little underdog, it's not really... It's, like, almost even money, but Maxim Grishin was in PFL last year, and he's... Pretty damn solid. I would say that's a pretty live, like, 50-50 bet if you want to try to make some quick money early in the night. I would take him. Do you know what I always tell Menace? One of my favorite things to do is is pick your card. Like, pick your whole card. You could put 10, yeah. you could put 10 bucks and win, like, 90 grand. If oh, you, yeah, on a site that would let you put a parlay in like that. Yeah. If, if you get it right. And yeah, you're, bound, you're bound to hit... You know? Tell them about the one night, Stan. Which one night? Everybody won except for... Oh, my God. Uh, I had one parlay one night, and Burgos. I got like nine fights in. It was like a $7,000 parlay. And Burgos lost that close fight to Josh Emmett. Gosh. Uh, I, uh, I've, I've hit he... some a few baseball eight-teamers before. 
Yeah. On a random night, like a Tuesday, all eight games, bang. Yeah. Right. So I could probably do it with fights. It's you know. hang on, different ball game though, no, Chris? It's, yeah, it is because of the literally. There's no way to even it. Like in in sports, you do a point spread to make to make an even number, and I would never take the Knicks against almost anybody, but. Maybe I'll take the Knicks plus 16 points, you know, like yeah. that. And you can't have that in fighting, really. Like, they should do that. They should be like, you know what? I'll take um, – Some sites will give Rose you the rounds. Namajunas plus one round, you know, like she could lose two rounds to one and you win that bet. She just can't get beat every round, you know, something like that. Some sites will give you a parlay like that. Like they'll give you each fight how long it goes type shit. Real quick, before we get into the card, can we talk about 135, Frank Yeager? Chris, did you see that Munoz, right? Yeah, he tested positive. Tested positive, he's out. Mm -hmm. Aldo threw out. What's that? He got coin flipped. (laughs) Right. So (laughs) Aldo throws out a few, like, you know, posts. Hey, head to Abu Dhabi. You know, yes, whatever. I saw that. I saw that. But it turns out he was going there for Marab to fight Frankie. Frankie turned. There's a you know, Stan. What was that? There's a few other 135ers like I'll fight Frankie. I'll fight Frankie. I'll fight Frankie. Frankie went. Jimmy Rivera, Ricky Simon, Marlon Vera, Marab. A couple people threw their name out. Like I'll fly tomorrow. 19-hour flight, I'll make weight on the plane. So why is he backing out? He's 38? He wants he wants probably one or two in a title fight as opposed to some young gun that might fuck up his 135 right. debut. Yeah, right, right, right. He's playing it smart. Yeah. Like, you've seen how... Yeah, but that... If I'm Frank Yeager and so I'm... Pull, pull him out off the card and put Marab another guy on. Well, that's what they did. Partially, they took Frankie off, and they gave they made Jimmy Rivera versus Cody Stamen. Yeah, so good. Yeah, but that's for so, the next. That's for the fifteenth. Uh that's okay. no that that's to replace. Oh, that wasn't the fifteenth, right? Sorry. That's to replace Frankie Edgar versus Pedro yes. Munoz. And right. I, as right. of right now, Edgar has no fight. Right, he's not going to take one. Yeah, I don't think he's so. Trying to do what Aldo did. He wants to move down a weight class and like go right to the front of the line. Well, that's what I said to Menace. I'm like, so one. Yeah, that, that's my opinion. One, yeah. Oh, bro, one thirty-five title shot. Yeah, he, he probably thinks it's a small, smaller division. He's a big name. A I, one, one, one pretty big win, and he could put himself literally right into some sort of contender situation. You, hang on, you have the same manager. You don't think that that has been spoke about, like? Oh, I'm sure they're being smart about it. If I yeah, but yeah, one sure. look at one He's probably getting show money now, which is probably probably pretty penny. Getting show money for what the guy is canceling? I yeah, don't know. He nah, the whole camp. They, I don't think they give you show money unless you make weight. No, they won't pay him much. Yeah, they're gonna give him something, but not show money. They'll pay you show money if your guy scratches like the day before at weigh-ins or something, but. Yeah. They don't. I don't imagine if like he didn't even fly. Especially if they threw you four replacements and you turned them all down. Yeah, exactly. 
if I turned down four replacements, they would caught me in two seconds, which we already dealt with that. But but even Ed, wait, but even Edgar. Well, wait, even Edgar Aldo title shot off a loss. The last guy to fight for the 135 title against Cruz against Cejudo was Cruz. He was coming off a loss and hadn't fought in three years. Right. So Frank Yeager's probably like, all I got to do is win a fight. And I'm getting the title oh, shot. Oh, what about Aljo, though? Oh, my God. Yo, so wait, wait, wait. Me and Menace talk about it all the time. Aljo deserves that fight, man. He deserves it, but Frank Yeager... I would be fucking pissed if he skips him. Frank Yeager can call up Dana and be like, yo, check his Instagram. Well, that's How many probably... followers he got? Who? That's what Edgar will say. How many followers he got? How many followers I got? You know? I mean, right. I- I think Frankie's old school. Yeah. But yeah. I think the UFC yeah. will see it. Frankie's exactly uh, UFC fighter. Yeah. I think, oh, 100. I think Aljo should be. I think Sanhagen versus uh, Aljo could have been more of a title fight than Jan versus Aldo. Yeah, I still think Peter Jan is one of the top two, though. So. But but I'm saying Aldo was 0 and 1 at 135. How does that warrant a title shot? Oh, nobody agrees with that except for the UFC. No one yeah. has come out and said that that was deserving at all. Yeah. Oh, and if anything, it should have been Aljo versus Jan. Yes, that was the yeah. fight. That was the fight. And then they just do whatever they want. So. Yeah. Or even when it was Aldo versus Cejudo, it should have been Cejudo versus Aljamain. At I that point. I Listen, I think we forget about the business aspect. Yeah. How many followers is, you know, Jan, you know, I guess, I don't know how many followers he has, but like, actually, who the fuck has Jan actually beat except for Uriah Faber? Jimmy Rivera is his biggest win besides Faber. But even, okay. th- there's probably a sign. Like Wait, a, beat Jimmy Rivera before he beat yeah. Uriah. There's probably beat Uriah. There's probably a mathematical equation to it. Like if you have a million followers, they probably think twenty percent or ten percent or forty percent of your following is going to buy the paper is going to buy the pay per view or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's definitely logistics for sure. Yeah, Peter Yan is a bad motherfucker. I think he deserves. He should be definitely be in the title fight. Conversation. Yes, sure. I agree. I agree. He's a bad dude. Yeah. Aldo, you just topped in the weight class. You lost a close one. Yeah, no, he didn't. Well, How many followers does he have? He, yes, he, Run these numbers right now. He man. should honestly fight Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Who, Aldo? Yeah. He already fucked Frankie up twice. But, I know, but like, class? just to see like who's going to be the guy at 35. that that his weight weird. class? New weight class, yes. Well, Aldo, two point five million. So, what do you what do you want to do, Jose? Aldo, two point five million. Yeah. So that that's exactly why. I think I think Frankie's got a million. Uh, and I talk about it all the time. Seven seven sixty eight. Frankie's got fighting the UFC is not necessarily as good a fighter you are, but as as popular you are. Yeah. Was well, CM Punk the co-main event that one time? Well, the feature fight. Yeah, he was a feature fight. He never had one fight? Uh, no, I think he was the feature fight both times. Never had a fight. Right, so it's not exactly how good you are. 
Yeah, it's about selling an event. But how many people like you? Uh, you would think that they would figure something out for Frankie if that was the case because they would want him on the card, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they tried to figure something out. He said no. But listen, like, think about it with him. Like, why would you fight Marab right now? I mean, Marab has, like, a full head of steam, super hungry, but doesn't have the name Frankie needs if he beats him to get really up to the title area. Right, yeah. Frankie has to finish him in the first round and be like, yep, this is where I belong. But I tell you what. Frank, I still don't think that would be finishing Marab in the first round. No chance. Oh, chance, bro. There's I don't think he finishes Marab in the fight, period. There's a chance he can't even win. No, I think Frankie wins. Mm. Bro, like I said to you, Menace, 38's old. No, it's been a long time since he competed, though. 38's up there. At, when was his last fight, Stan? Who, Edgar? Yeah. I think it was the the Max Holloway fight. Which was when? I want to say 2019. A year ago? Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my God. His last fight was uh, Korean Zombie. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's right. Which was was 2019? December. So, here. 2019. July of 2019, he lost to Max Holloway. And then December of 2019, he got beat up by Korean Zombie. Oh, wow. So he has fought recently, though. More so, recently. Chris, you watched that fight, right? Frank Anger versus Korean Zombie? No, I watched him in Holloway, but I didn't see that other one. Did you see the highlights, at least? Yeah, I did. Like, I watched that fight, and I like, my own pride, I was like, why couldn't they give me those main shots? Like, he dropped me one time. I'm shooting for a shot. Frankie got up, got dropped, got up, got dropped. I'm like, What? I know, but Frankie, like, really has. Say it. <laughs> Say it, Chris. What? Say Frankie what? has what? You're saying he's done that, like, his whole career, and they've kind of, like, allowed him you, to do Do that. you remember my first five fights, Chris, in the UFC? Yeah, I remember all your fights. I actually think oh, you... I got dropped and I fucking that, won the fight. I think that you lost to um, the guy that was going to put you at the title scenario because he scouted you. And he knew if he hurt you, you would dive straight in on him. Yeah, I hate that about him. That, what's that guy's name? Ricardo Lamas. Ooh, he Lam- knew wait, that Lamas he is knew about that to fight it- your boy, uh, Ryan Hall. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he called- knew that if Dennis got like got hurt, that he would come in for his legs. He sidestepped Dennis and hit like like a slick ass guillotine while Dennis was going for the for his legs. The best that there's no way you do that that quick unless you've been like planning that dude hang on my hat go everybody but beats me like like that finishes me i go except for queen zombie even queen zombie i go okay hit me quick twice before i hit the ground like they gotta jump in and stop it right you hit me three times before i hit the ground they gotta stop that well he hadn't he hadn't like stopped you that way he just got you in that choke no, but I'm saying even that was only like a jab like, or something. Jeremy Stevens, hey, well played, fucking oh, Carl no. Lamas, well no. played. Fuck that guy. <laughs> nah, he's he's the, he's come on the men's and the man show. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, let me ask him about how he missed weight by six and a half. Pounds. Oh, very true. Very and, true. And how they they pressured you into fighting him. Very true. 
You know what? A little. I'd feel pretty good fighting too if I made uh if I had to make one sixty one and the other guy made one fifty six. Yeah. Why they pressured you into fighting him, Menace? They didn't pressure me. They said, "Hey, he didn't make weight." They didn't talk about money or anything that. Like, will you fight him? And you know me. I mean, I'm the. Yeah. You know what happens in wrestling when you miss weight by six pounds at counties or states? You go fucking home. That's where you go. Or nationals. How many times that guy miss weight? All the time. All the time. He thinks it's an advantage for himself. Because he'll take the well, little... I mean, Greg ran the number. It's hard for him to make weight. He can't really make the weight. He should probably be at 55. But at 55, he really can't do probably what he wants to do. So he just missed weight. He knocked out Dos I mean, he can't be a champion. Well, he could punch anybody into oblivion at any time. He has heavy hands. Yeah. He's got very heavy hands. So maybe let's make you. Maybe this is why I'm not sour over it. I got like fight a night bonus off that. (laughs) They said Dana and Lorenzo called me. They said, hey. We can't announce that you guys got fight of the night or whatever because he missed weight. But that was a fight of the night candidate, so we're going to send you discretionary bonus. Fight of the night money. Oh, that's cool. I'm with that. That's really cool of them. And then they were like, public fight of the night, Conor McGregor. Yeah. Right. That's right. No, or- I I've, I've, I've seen that. The or, guy. or they give it to Robbie. Robbie Lawler and what's his name was that night too? McDonald's. Oh, that was fine night for sure. Murray. I was there. Connor probably got a performance that night. I was yeah. there, bro. It was crazy. He Dennis got me because I went out to work out with him and I, I sat like like eight rows back, bro. It was insane. Arnold Schwarzenegger is on my right. I was sitting right next to Boss Rutten. Like it was insane, bro. It was the best night like of watching fighting like of my life pretty much at an event. Dan, the, the girl in Boss Rutten stood up in front of her and was like, holy shit! Like, it was, it was a crazy fight. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? And, like, cursed out Boss Rutten. He turned around and looked at her. She's like, yeah! Like, get the fuck out of my way! And he was like, and I think he actually, like, sat down. So Chris looks at her and is like, do you know who the fuck that was? And she's like, no fucking clue. He's like, that's... It's like a uh, like a legend of MMA. You just told him to fuck off and fucking sit down, and he didn't say anything back to you. Nah, he was so cool. He was like, I understand she's getting like you know anxious. Well, I th- he knew exactly who she was to who was fighting. And after the first round, he's like, your friend. I think your friend won that. I think your friend won that. You know, like he's looking good. We were. That was a good one. Yeah, it was sick. Right up until. Did I ever tell you why I never had you in my corner? Like after those couple. No. Well, I never was in your corner. Oh, I was. Anytime you were like a corner, I flew you out. I got knocked out. I was like, there's correlation there. Oh, it was only twice though. I know. How many times I have you in my corner? I wasn't. I wasn't your corner then. We almost did nothing that first fight. We worked out a little bit. I helped you make weight. Yeah, I know. But anytime I had you, listen, it's this stupid thing. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm confessing to you how my stupid mind works. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, anytime Chris, I have Chris come to my fight, I fly him out, whatever, I get knocked out. Yeah, I get, I get that. 
you got to go with superstitions sometimes. Oh, man. Yeah. Like Gotta try to write and the Korean zombie. Like, what the fuck? There's yeah. gotta be something. <laughs> it's like men- menace. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. The two hardest hitting people I've ever fought. Actually, Brandau hit very hard. It's like men. Like- wait, wait, menace. What happened out there? It was Wade. Wade was here. <laughs> you wanna? Yeah. Hey, why'd you lose? Chris, I brought, I flew Chris Wade out. Here. Actually, in the Korean zombie fight, I was arguing with Doc because I wanted you to, I was yelling for you to, to blitz him to try to finish as soon as you heard him in the beginning. And he was like shushing me and telling me to let you settle in. And I was like, no, his nickname is the Korean zombie. You don't let the zombie settle in. He'll be right. fine after this if you let him settle in. Go over his throat right this second. You know? In all honesty, I couldn't hear anything the core was saying. Yeah, I figured that. I remember hitting him and seeing him go like this, but like still staying strong. I was like... Nah, he stumbled, bro. He was hurt. He was I hurt. know he, that. He, he I watched him stumble. That's why I took like two hard steps up to him. I was he like... He was hurt and he grabbed you on the cage. And oh, like, he did. And you weren't going like... I was like, break free. Like, I just wanted you to go off. Yes, I like, remember that. And, well, he's no, like, and he Chris, was like telling me, like, don't tell him to do that. When I wobbled him, I took it nice and easy, slow over to him. Then I watched the replay. I took two steps and he grabbed me. I was like, yeah, I just swore. Yeah. I was just like, he grabbed okay, me. got you, motherfucker. He was like, he was hurt. And know? even once you rocked him and after you guys separated from that clinch, he started walking you down on skates. Yeah. Like he was fucked up. And you did like a bounce. Like, oh, shit. Is he... Is he good or I, I thought I caught him and then you caught him again. Great hang on. I don't know if it's Korean Zombie or Asians in general, they got a great poker face. Their eye they have the same eyes the whole time, yeah. We're gonna get Taylor down. The Madison Man show's over. Yeah. That's great it. job, Stan. That great was job. it. Great job. No, I love Asian people. Asian America. How many how many Asian chicks have you ever uh slept with? That's a whole that's a whole story right there. Oh. So you're not racist. No, not at all. That's how you can even say I'm not racist. I I I hook up and try to bang every ethnicity. In that's y- actually a, I think that's actually a goal for most American men. Yeah. Oh my god. Like an Arabic, a Native American, uh black American. Chinese Asian dentist. Greek. I had white. I had a gorgeous Asian chick when I was like twenty three and I was living in Florida. Smoke show. Do you miss her? Yeah, I do. Did you ever try to message her? Hey, I'm doing the show. We're doing good. I never hooked up with an Asian girl. I'm doing this show wow. with, with the future uh independent governor. Of New York, Dennis Bermudez, as well as pres- 2020 presidential yeah, candidate wait, Chris Wade. So, Chris, I'm dating a half Asian chick. Uh, You're missing out. Not old enough for another, like, what do you got to be? 30, That's so uh, wild. They have to be a certain age to. You have to be 35 or 40. <laughs> now we got something to protest about, Menace. That's discrimination. We're throwing a part. We're throwing a party, Wade, next month. And that's our cause is we need to lower the oh Chris lower the age that you can I run for think president. We are. So, some would, of the bombs you bought, 
Bring them over. Bring over one, actually. We can only probably afford one. You want a uh, mortar? Yeah, just one. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have a tent maybe in August. Just because, you know. Do we invite Rich Schaefer to our protest? <laughs> I think you guys should leave Rich alone. Good yeah. spot. Yeah. I leave Rich alone right now because I know where I am, where I'm at right now. Well, you know, honestly, I wanted to, the real reason why I call him. Like, what? What's the difference between twenty five percent capacity and fifty and a hundred? And we forgot to ask him that. He was going at one point, and I just let him go. Yeah. And I wanted to say, Menace had that question. Like, what is? Yeah, I actually had it in. I had it in the fucking shotgun loaded. I had it loaded, and, and I didn't want to cut him off. I was like, just keep going, Rich. Yeah, he was. He was going. He was going. You're doing good, Rich. Keep going. I mean, he gave us great information, I feel. Yeah, I'll have to listen back. But I definitely feel like there was some some good ones in there. But here, let's go UFC 251. We'll start with Vulcan. We'll go for one, two, we'll go for a six-fight parlay right now, is what we're going for. The rest of the card is kind of, you know, not, not your most known guy. So you're going to kind of have to do your own research. There's some competitive fights. Couple of undefeated guys, couple of guys on winning streaks, but we're gonna go for the feature fight on the prelims. Vulcan Ozdemir versus Jiri Prochaska. I'm pulling the card up right now. But I'm gonna take Vulcan all day there. Yeah, we, we got we got Vulcan is minus one sixty. Mm-hmm. Jiri yeah. is plus one forty. Yeah, that's Casey's gonna join us. Kyle Sermonera. Joining joining us right now. Soon. Soon. Possibly. I gotta get off soon. Anyway, I gotta I have like uh, only a few more minutes. Okay. So So you um, go we're going Ozdemir on that one, I believe, right? Oh yeah. Minus one sixty. That's a that that might be a straight bet too. Alright. Amanda Rebos versus Paige Van Zandt. This is baffling to me. Rebos is minus one thousand. Rebos, Re- Rebos, yeah, and Paige Van Zandt is plus six fifty. Paige is a so huge. Paige is the underdog, big Massive. time, big Massive underdog. Hundred bucks wins you six fifty if she wants. So Stan, tell us why. Yeah, do you what? What's his scoop on Rebus? What's what's up? Rebos, Rebus is a badass. She she beat um Mackenzie Dern. She's tough. I think she's ten and ten and one. And nine and one. She's nine and one. And Paige. Hasn't fought since the last night. Dennis fought, so January 2019. And even Paige, this is her last fight on her deal. She's like fighting out her contract. Right, I did know that. I did know that. I saw that. And I think stylistically, Rebus is a tough matchup for her. Okay. And because of why? Takedowns? What's the deal? Striking. and Striking and jiu-jitsu. Okay. I think the odds makers probably see a better striker as well as a better grappler. See, but if I have to look at the odds here, I'm, I, I mean, maybe I'm not going to put it in a parlay because I don't want to ruin it. But if I'm making a straight bet, I'm going to pick Van Zant all day because I'm not laying out a G to win a hundred bucks. Just doesn't make any sense. Right, uh, right. I'd rather take fifty for Page to win three twenty-five. Well, you put Rebez in a parlay. 
I wouldn't because it's just not going to move your number that much because it's minus a thousand so heavy that oh. you're not going to get that much at it. Maybe you win an extra 25 bucks if she wins. Like, is it really worth it if she lost? Got if you're on, and that's on like a thousand dollar win. You would get if you ate it. Make a hundred bucks. How much you got to throw on page to make a hundred? Yeah. Um. Ooh, that's a good question. So I'm all about making just one hundred dollars. Um, she's plus six fifty. Uh, get your calculator out. You don't sit. Do you sit with your calculator out when you're running numbers, or you just ah, this much money? Sometimes, but the programs will do it for you a lot of the time. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Six point six and a half dollars will win you a hundred, I believe. Wait, what? On page. Yeah. On page, yeah, will win you. So if I put ten dollars on page, I think, I think, if that's the math is correct. If it's not, forgive me, but I don't believe it's sixty-five to win a hundred because that would only make her like a two-to-one underdog. No, she's plus six fifty, so that would be yeah, yeah. six six dollars and fifty cents would win you would win you a hundred or not. How does that work? Give me twenty on page. Give me twenty on page. Straight bet. Whatever. Yeah. No. He's a fucking tough bitch. They got it this way, Dennis. They base. I think all odds are based off one hundred. So a hundred wins you six fifty, right? So fifty would win you three and a quarter. She's a six and a half to one underdog, basically. Twenty five would win you one seventy five, right? And then less than that, maybe it's $16.50 would win you 100 I don't care. Wait, wait, wait. Have you guys ever seen that movie, She's Out of My League? Yes. Yes. With the little skinny guy and the hot blonde chick. And then when the she comes to the house and he's like, oh, you can just come in the pool in your underwear. And then she's like, I'm not wearing any underwear. And then they're sitting at dinner and the brother's like, hey, dad, did you need help with, uh, you know, the thing? Fuck it. I'm just going to ask. I'm having one of those moments right now. So, Chris Wade, I'm just going to ask. A Puerto Rican birdie once told me you and Paige Van Zandt had some vibes going each way. Oh, my God. I wonder who that guy was. Oh, he's spinning around. What? One of my Latino you, friends. You, I mean, he was watching from the side, so I don't know. But. I, wasn't in, I wasn't in the ballgame. Whoever that guy was. You'd have to ask her that. She's married now, so... Yeah, you're not going to get that answer. But... From her or from you? From her. What about from you? I'm saying I don't know. I mean, what do you... <laughs> I can't speak for her. I I don't know. It's, it's we, Everybody was having a pretty good time. All right. I'll, we'll leave it at that. Just I've, I've heard some things. <laughs> and that was back in the that was way back in the day. Yeah. But we're gonna go I'm gonna lean towards Paige Van Zandt because I like the odds, but if yeah, I same here. That's almost the fight where if I do do I'll do two parlays and I'll do yeah. I, I'll do one with Paige on it and then I'll do another one where I leave that fight off. Right. Can you can you give me like who's beat Paige Van Zandt? I know she's been beat a few times, but like I might have to mute you for just a second. My daughter's 
just got back, so. Alright, no problem. Stan, who's beat her? Who's beat who? Paige? Yeah, I'm trying Paige to think is, of the, the Paige style. Paige is 8-4, so. Nami Yunus beat her. Yeah, Nami Yunus definitely did beat Which her. Which I'm taking, you know. Nami Yunus then went on to be champion. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. look that up. I'm interested. Who else beat her? Tisha Torres. Okay. Michelle Watterson. And Jessica Rose Clark. Oh, really? Stop. Yeah. Ah, I mean, that corn is in the refrigerator. So, of all those people, yeah, who does Reba's beat? No, though? I'm done. You done? What they painted? White dove. A white dove. Why can Reba's beat? Uh, can Reba's beat? Karate Hottie, can Reba's beat? Stan? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, remember, Rebus is the one who fought Mackenzie Dern. And you were, right. like, and you were like Mackenzie Dern all day. Then I was like, Mackenzie Dern just had a baby like two months ago. And you were well, like... Well, I mean, that's that's real, though. Oh, 100%. And then you were like, oh, Rebus all day. Rebus is 26. They're both 26. Rebus's only loss is to Pollyano Viana. I tell you what, man, to throw money on Paige is definitely worth it. Yeah, even if it's... Because every time Paige fights, she's fucking feisty. I'll tell you what, just talking about this right now, let's go like 250 on her. Just straight up. On Paige? Yeah. Wow. Just, just to stick it to the man, get that, get that last win on the last fight of the deal... Show everybody she's not done, you know. Like and even that, because injuries and shit. She, yeah, she's, she's she's got a lot to fight for, man. She, she said motivated. She's on the same deal from when she was twenty one. Yeah. You know who yeah. just hopped into this chat? Frank Hickman. I sent him the 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 how you doing? He's awake. It must be like one in the morning. Is it? It might be. It's. I I believe it is. Send him in here. I'll take him. Chris, I wrestled with George Hickman in college. Frank Hickman is his younger brother. We were on the same wrestling team. He works with... Uh, fuck, I'm drawing blank here. Adesanya, Volkanovski, Valentina, Peter Yan. He what? He works with them? He this, does. At, uh, Tiger Muay Thai. This weekend, he will be in, I believe, Peter Yan. He's in Abu Dhabi right now, no? It says he's joining. He's in Abu Dhabi. Who knows what the Wi-Fi is like there? It's probably a sandstorm or something going on. They got a ton of money over there, though. Yeah, but how how good's their internet? Because it's failing us right now. Well, whatever. What were we talking about again? We were talking about dropping some money on Paige. Yeah, man. You know, like you heard, Stan. That's my girl, so I'm going to throw money. I like that. I like. I, that. I, I mean, I'm not the same money as Chris. I gotta go a hundred dollars less than Chris. So Wade, you know how I pick fights usually? Yeah. Which one's hotter? Talking about <laughs> girl guy yeah. fight. <laughs> yeah, he goes over the hotter guy. Oh too. my god, Dennis! Like, so you know how Dennis picks guy fights? He doesn't know. Let me see his chest. <laughs> All right, all right. And There's then, something to be said there, and right? Then, and then he'll be like, all right, all right. 
Let me see his haircut. Okay. We got we got a real science going here, Wade. Yeah. And if I see well, a guy, I'm trying like, to put I'm trying to put a little more behind it than that. She's hot, you know. I'm telling you, she's motivated. She's coming off injuries. She's fighting her last fight out. So all these things are true. I'm bringing all oh, of is it. Frank in now. Frank Hickman is in. Frank, what's going on? What's up, big dog? Can I just woke up? Literally, it's fucking it's three fifty two in the morning. Three fifty two. Yeah. So you're holy sleep- shit. We were trying to get you before you went to bed. Your sleep's you probably all up. fucked up. Nah, t- um, just get t- today's the first morning where um. We're just getting up like extra early, like three hours before Alex Alex fights to try to like adjust to the time. So like, I told you, Menace. Uh, <clears throat> I saw what, Alex he, posted that. Yeah, yeah. He, so he's what been, time he's did been, you guys actually have to fight? Um, I'd say he'll he'll probably fight around six thirty seven a.m. Yeah, your time. Yeah, my time. Damn. So for us here on the East Coast, it's like 10. 50. Uh, look, anything to help out the dinner's the new day show, you know that. Yes, I, I like that. I like that. Frank. So I, I set my alarm for 345. I woke up to a message from you. You, you gave me the typical bullshit answer of, big dog, just jump in. Like, you everybody. <laughs> Just your, just your normal like hop in waiting on you, which I saw oh, last time. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I just, I love it. I just, what up, and what, and what other guy would send you that same text? Stop, hop in. <laughs> hey, waiting yeah. on you, and Frank. Yeah. We weren't waiting on you, but I knew you. That's what you wanted to see. Waiting on you, big yeah. dog. Get in here. You did, you sold me on it. You sold me the yeah. game. Like we start the show, we we've been dragging on, waiting for you. Oh man, what's been going on? What's up? Well, we're talking about how the Redskins are on the Redskins. We're talking about what else, Chris? Talking Chris fight, Wade, New York State champion. How you doing, brother? What's up, C Wade? How you doing, brother? Good. Oh, you know about C Wade. You've been you've been following me. You know, it's my that's yeah, my guy. Yeah. Oh, my guy was supposed to fight your guy a long time ago. Tumanov. Who's that? Who's that? Who's the first Russian? Marabek Tumanov. Is that him? Who? You're. I muted myself for a second. Oh. What happened? Wade, you almost fought Tumanov. Tysimov. Who is training Ty- over there? Tysimov. Tysimov. Yeah. Oh, he got the real bad connection, huh? Is he still... Nope. I think we almost have him back. They got all that money in Abu Dhabi. But they got no internet. No internet. Not many hotels have good internet. What uh? What fight are we on next? Next oh. is Namajunas and Andraj. So here, Frank, if it's not too much trouble, can you turn your phone sideways? 
Perfect. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Like this. Sure. Yep, like that. Oh, you're muted, bro. No, he's not. Hey. It says he's muted. Oh, okay, bro. Yeah. So, yes. Now, we've had George Hickman on the show. Now, we finally have Frank Hickman on the show. I, hey, yeah. Frank, I couldn't tell George, but I said, hey, Frank's a little more animated. He's a little bit better wrestler. A little bit more calculated. No, no, I usually, I usually, he usually goes on everything first, and then I'm, I'm the scratch, which I'm okay with. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is, Dennis. Um, no, no, but hang on. I was telling, I was telling Stan to. Dennis, I'd rather, I'd rather deal with your boy who runs the show than just, you know what I mean? You know um, how you, you, you'd rather have George on, I'd rather chat with the other fella. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck off! Yo, one of the best things when we had George on. Wait, wait. When we had George on and Dennis was like, Frank, Frank. He was like, it's George, dick. (laughs) He's about right. Frank, I almost fist fought your brother. I beat him in the sprint. I beat him in the sprint. You know. Didn't he? Uh... Well, that's not saying much if you beat George in a sprint because he had two left feet. So I mean, to be to say, well, no, actually, that's a lie. I was, I was, I was. Just, you know how in the wrestling room, you just don't have your day, and another guy does. I was yeah. having my day, and George wasn't, and he, he, I was just, just, I was just on him, like, and you know how I am. It, it's, it's this. He reached for a fucking water bottle, grabbed it, and tried to hit me on his back with it. And Sounds I was about like, something you do. Anyway, hey, you you ain't never had to do that. But I, I am. I watched him throw on, fuck, uh, PJ Barch. He almost knocked that PJ Barch. PJ Barch is talented. I, now he is. Yeah, I thought, but he. He, I thought it was pretty Chris, good. Chris, you know who PJ Barch is? No, I don't. He's a uh, Tenth Planet like jujitsu phenom now. Okay. He wrestled with me and George. I think he was a pre- what? He was a practice room guy at Bloomsburg. Now he's a. Be- he never made the starting lineup. Now he's he was a- the starting lineup if like someone got hurt. Now he's a badass jujitsu guy. Oh, sick. wait. Let 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 clear the air a bit. He. I think he just had other priorities. He had other prerogatives of what he really wanted to do. He was very talented, but he just like he liked to have he lived the party life a bit. He liked so to have he, a good time. Yeah, he liked to have a good. You can't blame the guy, but uh, yeah, it eventually backfired on him in, Frank, in the long back run. Back the fuck up. Well, even menace. You, you like pussy. You could like going out and drinking, but you like getting your ass kicked. You told me menace that he didn't get along with Stutz. Yeah, because he'd be out, like, partying. But, like, hang on. For me, personally, if I'm getting my shit pushed in, hang on. What's going to change here? All right. Obviously, I'm tired because I'm out till Mom, 2 o'clock in the morning. Fine. Are oh. you, like, watching her because I'm on this thing? And even that, Stutz was your coach, too, right, Frank? Yeah. Yeah, so... So I love Stutz to death, but he ran it. He ran his program a certain way, and if you didn't oblige by it, then he, it was always just like he didn't write you off. But it was just like, "Oh, get this dude out of here!" And I was just like, "I'm just like, 
I'm like, yeah, but he didn't do nothing wrong. Like, hang on, hang on. Except for one person, Frank. Oh, Except dude. for one person. Who's the one person? Matt Moley. Matt Moley. Two, three-time All-American. Hey, how you feeling, big dog? A little worn down. Hey, Matt, sit, sit down. Sit, you're good. All I'm right. Take the morning off. And Coach, I'm a little tired. Dennis, you're a goer. Keep an- going. I'm like, yeah. Another fight that we can throw it back to that I just now am realizing is Rulian Pavia is one of your guys too, right? Frank? I don't know who Rulian Pavia is. Well, who? No, that's not his guy. I thought that was one of your guys, Rulian Pava. Uh, nah. Don't you have some... How many guys you got fighting this weekend? Um, Alex and Peter Yan and then Next weekend on the 18th is Rafael Ottoman. That's what, all right. That's um, that was my confusion. Austin. Yeah, that's and what then, I was thinking. Of. Uh, Justin Topo fights on the 25th. So you're there for like no. the month. Yeah, I'm here for the long haul. <laughs> he moved. <laughs> yeah, for free. <laughs> Look at this, man, Frank. Hey, looks pretty good, dude. I'll, I'll give that to you. You're you're the better. You're definitely the better looking brother. No homo. Oh, uh, thanks, brother. I appreciate that, boy. So here, menace. I have Serm now in the waiting room as well. So we'll have. Bring him in. Yo, Frank knows who Kyle Sermonera is. Oh, never mind. Serm just disappeared. Oh. Dude, Christ, he's there's four of us already. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> no, I yeah, think it's exactly. What, he probably here. Here's Dennis just talking about complete fucking nonsense, and he's just like, oh, I'll just wait. Yeah. Dennis, oh, no, no, no. Dennis he's back. completely derailed the fight picks to talk about like his work ethic at Bloomsburg. <laughs> KC! Yo! Frank, do you remember KC? Uh, I remember him. I don't know if I know him, but I remember him, yeah. So, Kyle, we got on younger brother who's at Tiger uh, Muay Thai, too. Well, we can't hear you, big dog. He just doesn't want to talk to you, Dennis. Maybe. Can't blame him, right? I can yep. hear you now a little bit. You're a little bit light. That's weird. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, I'm here. Hey there. We're just, we're just shooting the shit. I don't know, a little bit. Yeah, Dennis is just derailing the fight talk. Sorry. Fight talk? Yeah. He's derailing it with like Bloomsburg wrestling. Oh, yeah. ethic. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Dennis. Yeah. Fuck off, Frank, you fuck. Like, I'll I mean, fuck. I'm going to close it. Menace is like, I, I almost fought your brother. I would fight PJ yeah. March. I'll fight everyone <laughs> in this room. That's Menace right now. He's just getting excited. Eh? He's getting, he's just- Wrestling with Kyle. I've, yeah, I've fucking fought Chris Wade. Uh, all right, real quick. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you what? guys drinking? I'm yeah. not. They think they are. We always drink some Grey South Bay on Menace and the Man. Sponsor. Oh. Can you uh, turn Dennis about three cans until? Can you turn your slowly. phone? Turn your phone, Kyle. There we go. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Stan, run through the card. We'll get everyone's picks and we'll move forward. 
But wait, one of the best things, Wade, you'll appreciate this. We had Serum in studio with us. We tried to do like a beer promo and we gave him the beer. He's like, I would never drink this like on a normal day. He's like, I would drink this maybe like some other, you know, like I wouldn't really drink this. Um, Why are you bringing that up again? That was a, I didn't mean that. Well, here, even that, sir. I don't edit shit out of the show. I edited that for you. You were like, yo, edit that out. Can I edit it again, Stan? No. Oh, okay. He then, you know, he tasted some more. Hey, wait. It yo. On him. Are you, are you, what are you doing tomorrow? Uh, I am going to kickbox at like 1.30. I'm going to go drill and spar. Doing a Fire Island trip in the morning. Oh, you are? Yeah. Are you going to go again later this week? Thursday or Friday? Or... Yeah, maybe. What is that noise? I'm trying to get my coffee going, but it ain't working. Eh? What's Fight Island for you, sir? Wait, what's that? What, what's Fight Island? Fight Island's in the, where they're doing the fights, right? Didn't you just say you're doing a Fight Island trip? Is that what you just no, said? No, we're going to Fire Island. Fire, Fire Island. Island. Fire Island. Yeah, Fight <laughs> Island. What's Fight Island to you? Yeah, me and Kyle have this little place we drive to. Yeah, we go with the boat. <laughs> we have Kumite there. That's what I thought for a second. No, no. No, nah, later in the week, I'll be good. I just already set up working out tomorrow. All right. Well, maybe Thursday's nice. Right. Chris, you should go to Kyle's garage, work out, and then go over. Well, if he's doing kickboxing, no kickboxing. Right. And now, it, it, where's Caitlin right now, sir? In the kitchen. You want to come on the show? Yeah, she's jumping in. Oh, shit! Yeah, okay. Holy shit! You guys better get on a topic or something. Well, yeah, we're gonna go, go on, Stan. Talk about the fights. We're gonna go UFC 251. We already we figured we just go the main card and then we do almost a six fight parlay. So we started with Vulcan Ozdemir versus Jerry Proxaka. I don't know. I got o. Yeah, we're going Ozdemir because um, we don't know the other guy. Same. And then I don't know who any of them are. They're all weirdos. So we went, me, Wade, and Dennis went a little bit into Amanda Rebos versus Paige Van Zandt. That girl's good. Amanda Rebos is good. She's a beast. She's good. Oh, she's minus 1,000. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't That's still that. a good bet. I no. think, let's sing it. Let's send it to the female fighting expert, Caitlin. She, she fucked up uh, that good girl, uh, Mackenzie Dern. Yeah. Right. But. Mackenzie just like rushed back from having a baby. That is that is true. Nah, she's she's better now that she had the baby. Before she was like all fat. Now she's like in sick shape. I'm yeah, saying no. She did rush back. She did rush to that fight. She had the baby Facts. and then fought that girl like nine weeks later or some crazy. Yeah, it was quick. I do remember that. Can't do that. I, I can't imagine that Paige will beat her, though. I, I, I think that girl's pretty good. Uh, I will yeah, say, but for the odds, Kyle, you wouldn't throw 20 bucks at that? I never bet on, like, it's so unusual for, like, a 1,000 to 1 underdog to win. Like, maybe 20 bucks, maybe, but. I think the odds, they, they shouldn't be that much. They should maybe be, like, 2 to 1. There's yeah, but, 6 so, and a half so to 1. For example, like, Stan, who has she beaten? Rebus? Turn, that's it. And uh, Random Marcos. 
Those are both good. They're both pretty good. Random Marco. Yeah, song. but I think Paige is in in it with both those girls. Yeah, uh, not. I think Paige always like everyone's like, oh, she's not that good. She kind of sucks, and then she like does pretty good. She's pretty scrappy. I so, agree. So I'm gonna do a hundred. I think just because I think she, like I said, she's gonna be a free agent. Caitlin, how good is Emily Whitmer? She sucks. So she beat Emily Whitmere, Mackenzie Dern, and Random Marcos. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at that Emily Whitmire, I'm always like, why is she, she like has such a bad, what's her record in the UFC? It's not very good. Like, this girl fights here? Yeah, no, like, her record's like, I'm awful, and I'm always like, how is this girl not cut yet? She's four and three. Oh, it's actually not that bad. I think that, that Random Marcos, though, is like it's a top fifth. ten gatekeeper. Random Marcos is as scrappy as she as it yeah, comes. She's yeah, she's scrappy. Oh, she's a great gatekeeper. She's like a top ten gatekeeper. And even her, you don't finish Random Marcos. She's no. ten and eight with she seven did decisions. Well, hence uh, Claudia Gadea. Yeah, she's right. tough. All right, so we're going Rebus in that one. I am. Yeah, I mean, if I hey, had... I think she's going to win, but I'm going to put my money on... If you're doing a parlay, definitely Revis. If you're doing, like, a small bet, then maybe take no, that in a parlay, she doesn't pay out, right, Chris? I don't know. I don't think it would add that much, right, Kyle? Like, a little well, bit? Nah, negative no. 1,000 won't... It'll actually fuck It won't your add anything, up. but at least it's another win if you want to do, like, a five-fight parlay. You know? Right, get yeah, a $20 win. The bonus. I know what he's saying. He's saying like if you stack it up higher, it can like it can help it. Yeah, for sure. Dennis loves his little twenty dollars bets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't have that much money, so I try to just say I haven't. I haven't made a bet on a fight since September, so I'm not going to do that. Anymore. But what, what you, fight was that? I got smoked on uh, Aaron Pico as like an eleven to one favorite. Uh, never bet again. And he lost last week. Did you just say I'll never bet again before you took that sip of coffee? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't bet since September. What, why? Pico lost that fight. He was an 11 to 1 favorite when he lost. Oh. Yeah, that hurts. Bro, I didn't realize when we had Pico on, I didn't realize he's still only 23. Yeah, he's young. No, he's great. But And I loaded up on him and I got smoked. Twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> you took him when the other guy beat him too? When he got choked or yeah. whatever? Yeah, well, no, no, no. He lost three times. On two of the knockouts, I took him. And, and I was like, like it's not going to happen again. <laughs> it did. Well, even the, the Borex. I still, I still am a Pico fan, though. I think he's great. Yeah, he's a good dude. But even the Borex fight, I thought that was Borex all day. That dude's a killer. Yeah, I've spoken with that's that the, That's the guy with the good knees? Yeah. Chris, yeah. you ever spoiled Borex? Henry's dude, right? Yeah. Um... I like, I've been down with a young guy. I'm like, eh, he got finished by someone though recently. Who finished him? No, Borax is still undefeated. I think. No, Caldwell. No, out. Caldwell. Caldwell. Caldwell finished him real quick. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Caldwell did. Don't tell him. me, Stan. I thought he was still undefeated. I don't. Oh, know. Frank was all over that shit. I don't watch Bellator like that. Frank. I like. Uh, I like wrestling that, like, guys are your main guys to watch, right? Uh, no, I mean, I don't know. Like, Caldwell is someone who I, I kind of keep an eye on a little. I knew he um, Frank's a huge wrestling. Frank, you still watch all college wrestling, right? Yeah. 
Depends on who it is. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, I always back the wrestler. Yeah, but you're watching the Big Tens and shit like that, and, right? Yeah, I used to watch all that. Not, not in Thailand anymore because you can't really watch it. And, but for the most part, yeah. I try to stay up to date on all that shit, but it's hard. But wow, I can't I can't believe Caldwell beat Borix. Yeah, I told I you that. It, it was like 30 seconds. He took him out and strangled him. Yeah, Renick could choke them. Mm-hmm. So now we'll go from Rebus Van Zant to Jessica Andrade versus Rose Namajunas. Rose. I got Rose. Rose. Yeah. I'll yeah. take Rose. Yeah, me too. As long as she I, I don't see her getting slammed on her head again like that. As long as I'll she try. yeah, let, let's go of the Kimura. <laughs> Rose impresses me so much mentally. But Rose retired somewhat before this fight. So mentally she might not be the same. Yeah, but- I feel like she's not a, I feel like Skill wise, she's a safe bet, but like mentally, she's like if I feel like she's like hot or cold. And Jessica Andrade plays no games. Just to put it in perspective, though, how good Rose is. Way Lee, they're saying is like amazing, the greatest thing ever. Beat barely, very controversial win over uh, Johanna. Rose dominated Johanna seven rounds twice. Yeah. No, seven rounds. Oh, Finished yeah. her and then <laughs> and then five round decision. So I know Frank, I know Kyle, and I know uh St- well Stan too. Like after a loss, you're like, fuck this shit. I'm done with it, I'm gonna retire. At least me personally. I don't know if you guys can say the same. So after Rose lost, you're just like, mm, I think I'm done. I get her mind thought on all that. Rose said the pressure got to her of being a champion. Yeah. Yeah. She said she didn't like what came along with it and stuff like that. But I think, you know, I she's think great. she's dominant. She's great. Well, she's still in the game for a reason, right? Uh, 100%. You've just been with her for like seven Stick and a half. And she's still. She's really good. She's still young, Rose. I think she's 28. Yes. Damn, she's young. Damn. All right, so th- we're all going Rose there. We don't care about Brazilians. <laughs> Whoa, Stan, did I get the show shut down? It was Cancel? a joke. It was a joke. So now uh, Frank's boy, Peter Jan, versus Jose-, Jose Aldo for the vacant bantamweight championship. Frank, tell us what you know. I got Peter Jan. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm back at my boy. Frank, is Peter Yan like a real gangster? I uh, used to be. A, he used to be a debt collector when he was, uh, uh, I believe, when he was younger, a bit younger. But nah, man, he's just. I don't know. He's just funny. He's just. He's just different. Russians are different. You know how they are. They don't really have that much sense of humor. <laughs> but uh. So how yeah, are man, you guys friends? Uh, because he started at Tiger, and then when I moved to Tiger over three years ago. Uh, he always came to the wrestling classes, and then we've always worked out together. And, and as far as wrestling goes, and stuff like that, and he. But just, at first, you were beating him. Like you still beat him, right? Yeah, but man, he's no, that's just, where unbelievably athletic. Uh, yeah, I, and you can build a friendship off that. Like Kyle, anybody you've ever had a hard go with, you're like, you know what, like. He's a fucking dude. That guy's a fucking elite 
He's at my level in some aspect. We can be friends. Yeah. Nah, man. He's just really, he's real crafty. And, um, I don't know about friends, Dennis. I yeah, don't know about Okay, okay. All right, friends. You want to fuck me up in training? I mean, I yeah. respect him, but I'm not friends. That's big. Fuck this guy. I only have a couple <laughs> friends. All right, whatever. So, Frank, how'd you guys be? Are you guys friends or are you just training together? He, you're nah, you're cool for him. Nah, we're friends. I wouldn't say like we hang out because we don't hang out like outside of okay. the family and that. But can I ask you, know, you a question not, about Tiger Muay Thai? Yeah. When people uh, when the fighters train there and stuff and they do their camps there, does Usada come? Who? Yeah. They do. Okay. Yeah, Usada came uh, for Peter. They came like three days in a row. Um, yeah. They did him three days in a row. They did Raphael two days in a row. Uh, but now nah, they. They they have people that they send over and stuff like that. That was it. What's that? Just two three days in a row, and then that's it. Nah, just the one time they showed for Peter, they showed up three days in a row for him. So he tested three different times. Yeah. Uh, uh, Raphael tested tw- two days in a row, and then no, whether they come back, I'm like, who's test? Like, if we go there, I was like, how? Uh, you know, because they get people that live there to test. Is just. Yeah, yeah, it's like who's testing the guys. Yeah, but Americans don't get killed for going to Thailand. No. no. I, that's what, what I'm saying. What? They don't. But no. it's not like, I can but, see it. It's not like some badass guy is going, hey, I'm I'm here to test you. It's probably a fucking dork who wants Well, to- like here, the people that test us live in New York. Live, They're just random people that live here, like live in your state. Are they Thailand people is what she's asking, or are they like Americans that go there for the day to test them? Nah, they're, they're, they're like top people. They have a company they work with in, in Thailand. Yeah. That does it. Yeah. yeah. So you can, pay them like, you can pay them like 50 bucks and they'll pee in the cup for you? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I don't think you can pay these people. <laughs> That's what I would say. Like in Brazil, like it's Brazilians that work for USADA there in that test zone. Uh, yeah, yeah, but USADA stands for United States Doping Agency. Anti-doping. Whatever. <laughs> Same shit. So we all does anyone say Aldo for this fight or is oh, it I Aldo? think I think Aldo's no, gonna get fucked yeah. up. I would even look yeah, into yeah. I would look into finish props too. Oh wow. Wow. The only time I think Peter Jan had even a sort of competitive fight was against Jimmy. Yeah. And it was not like that competitive, but it was sort of and yeah, they, they, they like two of the three rounds. Jimmy won the third round, I thought. But yeah, the, the, he dropped them though a couple times. Yeah, the first the, the, the first two rounds were close, and then Jan rocked him, rocked his whole shit. All right, real quick, I'm gonna go New York on Frank right now. Should Aldo be the one Lowered a little fighting Jan for the title? Should uh, I think Aldo? So definitely has yeah. a very impressive resume, but um, yeah, I think I think it's just I think it's just how it kind of Followers? What are you asking me? No, it, followers is why Aldo's fighting. Nah, I, I think he's got two million followers. He, well, I think it was because he was supposed to fight Cejudo, and then uh, that dude's zero one at one thirty five. And oh, he's actually lost back-to-back fights. He, he's on a two-fight skid. This will be three in a row. Now he's fighting for... 
he's gonna get beat up by Peter Yan, where Aljamain is like, he's on like a a streak right now. Right. I think. Yeah. You, you you just asked me, and I think I think what happened was he was going to fight um, Cejudo, and then that fell through. So then Cejudo fought Cruz, but it still left Aldo out to the side, and then that's when they teed this up. So, but to answer your question, you know, Aldo definitely deserves the title shot. You know what I mean? He's yeah. he's got an impressive win streak. He's he's doing really well in the division, um, but I think just with some unfortunate events and with this coming up, it, this is how it fell. And, uh, yeah, that's just, that, that is, it is, but to be fair, um, he has lost a couple in a row, but in my opinion, this is He's my a bad opinion. motherfucker for sure. I think, Ooh. I think when auto, auto fought Marais, I think I thought auto won that fight. And I didn't really think it was, yes, even I didn't even really think like when they said split decision, I was like, oh, well, they gave him a split, and then they gave it a the other four, and then I was like, Damn. is that Blair for everybody? Yeah, well, no, I really we lost for a second there, Frank. Yeah, we lost for a second there, Frank. Oh, he's completely frozen, huh? Nice, nice, jo- nice job, Menace. No, he's in Abu Dhabi right now. Try and stop him to say what he's saying. You think? I mean, hey, who knows? So then what? The main event? No, the other fight is and, uh, Max Volkanovsky. I think I really want Max to win, but I think uh, Volkanovsky has his number. Yeah, I said that earlier. You got to turn your phone again, Frank. You're fucking killing these thumbs. There you go. I think Volkanovski uh, uh, wins this one. Yeah. Caitlin, yeah. who do you think? Um, oh, uh, not Max, the other guy, Volkanovski. Yes. Yeah. I want Max to win, but I, I don't think it's going to be very close. No. I think you've seen it in fighting a few times where, like, if the first fight's close, the guy who won the first fight wins the second fight more impressively. Yeah. Is what I could see happening here. Max. Well, I, didn't, I wouldn't say the first fight was close. It was competitive, but not close, I don't think. Yeah, I didn't find it to be that close, to tell you the truth. It was competitive, but not close. Max, I mean, yeah, I, I thought Alex clearly won, but Max thought yeah. it was close. Max thought he won the fight. Yeah, but he was like one of the few, I feel like, that felt that way. And then his excuse was that he was dancing that night, that the leg kicks didn't do nothing. Yeah, well. Well, Konofsky is minus 220, so. Yes, Max is plus 185. Holy shit, sorry. Can I just, so, like I said earlier, Stan, I was soaking my feet, right? So I went, I tried to go to, rip to the bathroom real quick. I went around the corner, wiped out bad. Like, did you hear the, oh! Like, no. I was ripping around the tiles. I didn't put my sandals on. I just started ripping around the corner and it's fucking banana peel bad. Uh, I got, I got both. I feel like part of the show is just that is wasted. That's like part of the show now. And this episode, anyway. Great show. Great show. I got, I got a six pack right here. Done. Completely smoked. 
You should shotgun a beer. Yeah, shotgun a beer. Yeah. Now we're gonna end the episode, right, Stan? Or yeah. should we do it? Now? Uh, like, if other show members are gonna do it with us, we'll do, well, we can all do it. Is that real? Or wait, I thought you'd be more tan. I haven't seen you. <laughs> He's in the sun every day, right? Yeah, but I'm way more tan. You look yeah. tan. Well, you're, you're, are you more tan? The camera's not doing me any justice right now. Wade's I got feel a, like a, you'd be a, a lot more tan. Wade's got really good lighting. Is what it you is. gotta see me in person, bro. Look how pale Stan is. I am pale. I don't go outside. So we're all going Volkanovski. You just get a little darker than me, like no matter what. Cheers, boys. I, man, for me, it makes me look better if Max wins. <laughs> There's a piece of me going, go Max. I want Max to win too, but I don't think you will. And we have a th- another way we pick fights here, Wade, is if you've come on Menace and the Man, we're going with you. Yeah, so Volkanovski, yeah, got that all day. So Kamara Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. I got Kamara. Yeah, I got Usman. Yes, man. Yeah, I got, I got, I got Marty as well. You think he wrestles it? Like plays it smart, or do you think he gets in like a pissing contest with him? I mean, that's the only way he loses. I think he'll do like, um, kind of like, like I think it's gonna be similar to. Uh, I, I think he maybe even finish, maybe finish him. Really? I think, I think he, I, su- I think he surprises Masvidal, catches him with a big right hand, and then wrestle fucks him. I, I agree. Yeah. I think that he's gonna like get him real tired by around like the fourth and finish him in the fourth. Because even that Usman, he's not bad at striking. His striking's really fucking good. Very good, and it, I think it's just size. He's awesome he's, with his he's, he's he's a bigger person, like quite a bit bigger. Yeah. yeah. But Masvidal is a plus two sixty underdog, so that's a nice bet if you're looking to place some money on it. So Usman's like. Minus three hundred. Minus yeah. three twenty. Wow. On ESPN. Wow, that's really heavy. And yeah. something that Dennis told me one day, how like he scouts his opponents, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting take. Not like don't watch their wins, watch their losses, and see how they've been beaten before. And if look, you if you look at your number one guess, Pablo. <laughs> Who is Usman's one loss to? Some guy early in his career, I he got TK, I think got rear naked choked in like his second fight. Oh really? And even Usman's twelve and zero in the UFC. But a fight that I'm going to use as an example is Gilbert Melendez wrestle fucked and beat up Usman at one fifty five. I mean, I mean, beat up Masvidal. I think Masvidal's gotten better since then, probably. Right? I mean, that's probably like ten years ago. Um. Yeah, nine years ago, definitely gotten better, but and then since then he's had close decisions. But Benson Henderson kind of did the same thing to him. What did Al do when Al beat him? Um, very controversial. Ah, that was like uh, it was actually two to one. Like down, I forgot. Striking or wrestling? Al striking for winning. Yeah, Yeah, he was like, "You want to boo me?" Yeah. Oh, that was our fight. 
Yeah. While we I have remember. Real quick, I want to I want to talk about a, a couple other gentlemen that are fighting. Like so, like Frank, you wrestle with uh, both Peter and Volkanovski. Who's the better wrestler? Uh, I think they're both good. I think uh, Peter Yon's more. Peter Young's faster. He's like more athletic and that he reminds me of like um he's just a real he's just real athletic and he can he, he's faster, he picks up things better. But as far as I think like wrestling and that, I'd say Alex is. Oh, word? Isn't yeah, Alex, Alex like they say like impossible to keep down? He's hard to keep down. Um he's not impossible to keep down, but he's real hard to keep down because his 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 they both have really good gas tanks, but Alex is strong as well and he's He's just always up and he's up and he's up and he's up and he's up. But and it's kind of one of those. It's kind of one of those things where you just like, mate, stop moving so much. Like you're not supposed to be moving this much. But man, he just, he just, yeah, he just wants to get away and shit like that. People but have both, told me that through my my career, and I'm like, Dennis, shut head. up! <laughs> ah, I knew you were gonna go. Ah. Shut up! No, nah, I'm fucking with you. No, no, no. Um. Yeah, they're both different in their own ways. I think uh, Peter, like I said, is just, you know, when you see those real athletic white kids and you're like, man, like that dude's athletic and he's a white dude. That's how Peter is. He's just a. You're one of those guys, you fuck. Peter's just a really athletic white dude. And um, yeah, he, he can get away with certain stuff. He scrambles really, really well. And there's, he hits a, like, I show him like a high crotch. He can hit a high crotch better than most of the people I went to college with like he's you know what I mean when it comes to certain stuff he's really good and he's real crafty um, so it's good he's to watch him in. he's focused he like when you're showing him he's not like ah he's like he's not like he's you he just turns it into his own move after about three minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've dialed in on so much shit for so long <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. I like it. I like when everybody just starts cooking old Dennis. Hey, makes me feel good. Well, that's why I brought all you motherfuckers on the show. Let's have a roast. Hey, look, those glasses look like they're like like a uh and a, like a, a thing that's on the screen. Yeah, they're actually my blue light glasses. Oh, I got some of those. Where are they? Mine are all upstairs. It, it looks like like a filter. Oh my neither, god. Neither don't, These are blue light glasses. Don't, don't, don't get menace started. We have one episode where he put on like six different pairs. <laughs> Fuck you, Stan. My first time wearing them. They're awesome, right? You feel like a little smarter? Yeah. What do they do? They protect they, you. Wait, wait. Well, no, so wait, 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 wait. you look at gives off blue light, which uh, is kind of like daylight, and your it fucks with your brain a little bit in terms of it keeps you stimulated. So she's blocking that, so she'll be able to fall asleep a little Quicker than you. That's probably, I should I do that. I at night when I watch movies and I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought they look cute. You wear them too, Wade? Yeah. For gaming. For yeah. gaming. Game <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wade's in the blue blocker gang as well? Yeah. Well, he plays video games with me. If you don't think I'm going to get on some Call of Duty actually is the one that convinced me to order them. I got them on Amazon. I don't really find them to help me very much. But Well, you get very emotionally involved in the game, Chris. That's why. Use them watching a fucking movie. That you're not like... All right. 
So hey, real wait, quick, what kind of grill is your built-in? ECS. Is it real good? You like it? I like it a lot. I got it at Plessers in Babylon. Oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's a good store. What's that? <sighs> barbecues? Yeah, it was like it, was, it wasn't like the highest end one, but how how many inches is it? Frank, if you feel like you gotta leave at any time, you totally. <laughs> no, I, 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 I want to hear about the. I was interested in the blue lens glasses because I know some people who wear them, and I I want to know. Are they complete shit, or or do you think the blue lens actually like does some? Is there like a it benefit? It might be to it? a placebo effect, and I I'm into it. I didn't expect to notice anything, and I I don't know. I just thought they looked cute, and they were. Like, I put them on when I go when I'm watching a movie, and I'm ready to go to sleep, and then as I'm like, I didn't know they help you them off. I take them off and fucking pass out. I thought they just said blue, like the computer screen and your phone and stuff is like. Yeah. your eyes so it's I don't know so the ones that got sponsored me because I, I don't know how they're like these are like $70 like my other ones or whatever and then I went online I bought them on Google for like 20 bucks like a two pair yeah a two, a two pair a two pack well hang on the guy that sponsored me these like the week after got fired <laughs> I don't think it's because of me, but could be. Hey. It might have so got him. But so here, we'll wrap up our UFC 251 preview. Six-fight parlay. We went with all the favorites, but Ozdemir, Ribas, Namajunas, Jan, Volkanovski, and Usman. I don't know the guy, who, the first one, but... Volkan Ozdemir. Henry. No, I don't know the guy he's fighting. I, who's the uh, guy he's fighting with? Oh, yeah, I can't even pronounce his name. Jerry? Is he a wrestler? Is he Russian? Jerry Prokovich. I think he has a good record. Let me see. Jerry Prokovich. But nah, what else uh, What else we got to cover here, Menace? Oh, did Frank just Irish goodbye us? I yeah. think he did, yeah. He, he was tired I'm of hearing you talk shit. I like that. We'll have to have Frank on again and talk about the old days. You guys start talking about grills, and he's like, "All right, I'm out." Well, yeah, he was like, "What about the blue gla- what, what about the blue glasses?" All right, please. <laughs> Which it's it's four a.m. over there. That's true. I, I'm so like it's crazy. I'm actually like, ha- what? Why'd you do that to that poor guy? No, he we we talked to him. We said to him to try to get him late night. He looks like Josh Barnett. A little bit. We actually called him up the other night, drunk, like four five days ago, and he because he hit me up and was like, "Listen, you cunt, I want to come on your fucking show." Like he has like a he's from North Carolina, but he's now adopted. He's developed a like Russian fucking Australian accent. From being around those guys, it's weird. No, uh, that sounds a little weird. It sounds legit. He was like, "You tell that cunt menace I'm coming on the fucking show." <laughs> no, I didn't know. No, he does not. Talk. That sounds like a like Mackenzie Dern. Well, I have a bad accent. I have a bad impersonation, but that's pretty much what he said. He was like, "You tell that cunt menace I'm coming on the show." He probably used the language that he talked uh, boys back and forth with. Stan like really went off on it. Made it really yeah. sound authentic. Yeah. 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 Well, this guy that Ozdemir is fighting is actually pretty good. Give us more details. 
He is. Favorites is going to lose and screw that parlay. It's just a matter of figuring out like which one will. He's win. from the Czech Republic. He's twenty-seven, and his record is twenty-six and three. His his last loss was to Serm's boy King Mo. Oh, then Volkan Nostromer will win. That was in twenty fifteen, though. And past that, a Russian. What's it? No time. Volkan. Yes. Right. Volk. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, and then he came back. He beat uh, King Mo in twenty nineteen. Oof. What do you, What do you got now, Kyle? Ostomer. Right. I'm with you. Kyle, you look so cozy. Are you guys in the same room? <laughs> no. No, we're in different rooms. Oh, you're in the like the that's like uh, Pablo's room, that, the one you're yeah, in. Yeah, right? yeah. I like that you guys are in the room. That's pretty cool. I don't want to be like two faces I, in his. Phone. I think that'd be he's funny on, though. He's Whatever. on the phone. I'm I'm in the I'm on the laptop. I uh I like that both you guys came on. You didn't yeah, really so- ask me. You just sent me a Zoom invite. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I said, say- what's up? You said what's up, and then just sent the the Zoom invite, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is this? And then uh, <laughs> she, she ended up in here on accident. <laughs> yeah, and then Kyle like got home. He's like, Dennis has to be on the on the podcast. I was like, oh, is that why he sent the Zoom thing to me? Yeah. Well, I mean, hang on. I know you like all everybody in here right now. I know you guys are my homies. You guys want to hop in and fucking shoot the shit, whatever. Uh, Caitlin, real quick, your hair is lighter, huh? Did you dye that shit? I got my highlights done after the quarantine. Um, oh, and even that. Congrats on that last win, Caitlin. Thanks. Yeah, congrats. I haven't. Seen oh, it. I saw her in person and said it. That was that no, was actually that, that was savage, savage. What? <laughs> Just kidding. Fuck off! I was like, that's the best you ever looking. Guy was like, you think the best you ever look? I'm like, yeah. So I just say, it's like, yeah, it was pretty good. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I said it. I even joked with Menace, like when you were on her back beating her up, you were like, "Tell, tell your fucking sister, tell your sister, ascend <laughs> for her." What show is that? Huh? Where the those uh those um uh, fuck Chris, what movie were we like reciting every day at the gym about like tell your fucking cousin I sent for him? I think you just made that. Up. Yes, you do. Fuck, they are. Uh... There's no way I picked that up. What? Are you talking about Peaky Blinders? Not Peaky Blinders. Same ballpark was a documentary that was real about the roaming. Uh, I'm draw. I I can't think of the word. Gypsies. Gypsies. Yes. <laughs> Chris, do you remember that? You're the one that told me to watch it. Hey, Chris, Chris are, are you going to try to get a fight in like some other organization while PFL's down? Yeah. What are you thinking? You got something in the works. Uh, you have I mean, been training. You can't talk about it. I'm trying to talk to Ali and to let him know, you know, I'm ready to fight and whatever starts opening up. But there's just really not that much right now, except for the UFC. So. I mean, that's it. There's one one chance. Would would you be allowed to, if they need a short notice? Are you are you allowed to go anywhere you want right now? Yeah, like one I, told, I told him I was like I know you know whatever's gone on, but 
They're, they're giving a lot of dudes that have like yeah, that's what I mean. Five fights and six fights. I said I'll fight at seventy or fifty-five. Like I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, you would think maybe they would be in a jam and you'd get in. Like yeah, right. It doesn't really make sense unless they have. Oh, is there an asterisk next to your name? Unless there's no a way. Real vendetta, yeah, which is possible, but. They have this folder that says Joe Silva said no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about a would you? But and then one FC, they're not doing anything. But I would definitely take a short no, notice. One FC is coming back July thirty first, but they're not coming to America. That's going to be in Bangkok. Would you fight in like Cage Fury or something? CFFC, like something like that, like Ring of Combat or something like that. The problem is like just the amount of pay, really. I would, I want to compete really bad and just get back in there and like just to get after it, but I don't want to make like ticket nothing. ticket sales. Oh, it right. sucks to have to work with tickets and bullshit like that. I'm not doing that. Fucking no, they would not after me. like getting big paychecks. They'd have to pay me like a flat rate to like show up. You know? Yeah, yeah, that sucks. But yeah, hopefully Ali comes up with something. I would think that they would find you something right now because everyone doesn't want to fight. In this Chris, would you go pandemic. to Russia to fight? Um, for how much money? Yeah. All right. All right. That's, that's the answer then. And even that, looking on the coronavirus where it is, they, they don't really have it in Russia. Well, Russia is like a hardcore country. Like, eh. Oh, you have. He is, he is weak. You have coronavirus. Kill him. You, he was weak. He All must right. go. But we appreciate the serums for joining us, Chris Wade. Wait, uh, Dennis, you got a shotgun beer. Oh, give me a second. All right, I'm out. All right, me too. Not. I'll watch on. My phone's gonna die. I have one bar. Yeah. Hey, Wade, let me know if you want to go to Fire Island this weekend or uh, Thursday, rather. I'm on Thursday. I'm down. All right, I'll, I'll hit you up tomorrow. Sir, right. keep up that fabulous tan. Yeah, oh, I'm working on it. Bye. He's gonna come right in on here now. Caitlin, you're actually the worst. I'm the only person in this chat that actually works a real job. Oh, actually, no, Kyle does. What do you mean? I'm a fighter. Ah. All right, hold on, Menace. I'll shotgun a beer with you. Fuck off. I need to get a knife. I'll be right back. Use your right? point. You need a knife, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or a key. Or a key. I don't... Yeah. Nah, show. Because <laughs> I last time, I can't shotgun seltzers. The carbonation makes it too hard. I've tried several times. Caitlin, you want to hear a true story? Yeah. I've never shotgunned a beer before. Really? Never in my life. Oh my god, I'm so good at it. But um, are you doing a beer or a seltzer? A beer. Okay. Because I tried doing seltzers and some, I see other people do it, but it's kind of hard because of the carbonation. Beer, beer's way easier. So I'm stabbing. No, so Stan, I'm trying to make a blow up. All right, we got to make like a viral thing. So I, I grab the biggest knife I can get. Wait, Kyle, can you run upstairs and get my knife? I want to show them. It's um on top of the bookshelf in the office. What kind of so how's this going? I forget. At the bottom. At the bottom. 
You're going to have it so it clicks up, right, Stan? I I was just telling Caitlin, I've never shotgunned a beer like this. Uh, I've, done a, I've done a few in college. I just forgot. Yeah, so you do Wait, it like... Don't, so you click it. So look. Don't cut your hand open. Up. So you stab. Down. Up. Bang. Yeah. Whoa, wait, Stan, you fuck. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, we ain't for to see her knife, or we're gonna... Yeah, so- wait, because after I feel like you guys are gonna, like, look. Hold on, he's coming. Thanks. <sighs> Don't throw it. What time is it, like, nine? Alright, look. Look at my knife. Who, where'd you get that from? Uh-oh. Uh... Isn't that cool? Yeah, where'd you get it from? The dagger. Um, uh, John Danaher got it for me for winning my last fight. Wow. Yeah, isn't that cool? He's got swords all over. Like, obviously, you've never been to his apartment, but I've heard his apartment just has, like, swords all yeah, over. Yeah, he's got this sick case, and, like, I was, like, scared to carry it on the train. Hey, Caitlin, you want to be a producer on Medicine the Man? Producer? Yep. What's that mean? Stan, she makes you do shotguns whenever she wants? Just start sending us guests, and I'll be like, producer credit. Blonde fighter. Oh. I was like, producer? I don't know how. We need, uh, we need and then, uh, and then when, and we need fucking, uh... And then when we blow up, people, people will be like, oh shit, Caitlin Chukagan produced this shit? Yeah. I can put it on my resume. Yep. Yeah. When you go for a job interview, once you're done fighting, yeah. All right. When do you when you want to link up with Stan and start your own po- you and Serum's podcast? Maybe this weekend. Okay. No rush, but I'll send I'll send over my guy. I honestly think you guys would have a great podcast. Oh my god, they have amazing. Hang on, I want you guys both because I. Who was I talking to? Who's the girl that got beat up by a man? You know, as we just had on Felicia. Oh, Felicia. We had on Felicia, and 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 she had just gotten engaged, and we're like, "Hey, what are some things that like should happen before you get engaged?" And she was like, "Ah, I don't know." I'm like, "Man, you know who to have a fucking list of things like like for sure." Caitlin and Kyle, like, you should live together. You should, you know. I don't know what they would be, but I feel like you guys had the list. I I think you should do like a full beach day together. <laughs> you know, and like have to pack your cooler, see if the, what the other person packs, like Which hang on. So my lady's my lady's brother, right? So it's me, my lady, her brother, his lady. We go to the beach, right? We take two different cars. Mm-hmm. My lady packs, you know, she just goes, to, she packs like we're staying there for the weekend and we're yeah. there for like fucking six hours, eight hours. But she knows. And her brother looks at his girlfriend and goes, see? See, this is what you should, this is what you should already have done. And like, yeah. I was like, wow, I don't think that's. That's not good to say. That's, uh, that's, that's aggressive. Good. That's very aggressive. Yeah. Your sister you knows like, like, yeah, you're doing it for your whole right. life. You definitely you know, like a hair flip. Like, yeah, that's right. I'm like, fuck you. Date your sister then. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Shotgun the beer. Oh, Lord. Ready, Stan? Okay, so, so I stab it. Hope I don't miss the shotgun the beer. Ready? One second. 
Fuck you. So we're going to create a monster. Stab it and pop open. it open. Stab it, put it in your mouth, Watch push your it open. Hand. Don't stab it too aggressive. Yeah, don't cut your hand open, Menace. No promises. Ready? Give us the green light. Alright. Three, two, one, go. Oh! No! It's everywhere! (laughs) You gotta make the hole kind of big. Yeah. Oh my, Dennis is like just pouring all over him. What the hell? What's the big hole? Dennis is still going. You guys just poked like a little I made like a little slice. Well, hang on. We fucked up. You gotta stab and twist. Still going. He's still, yeah, do it. Yeah, stab. And twist. Yeah. We're idiots. Jen, they're still going. Look at Dennis's shirt. Where was the twist in the instructions, Caitlin? You oh. just stab it. You have to like, cut out a big hole. You don't have to like stab and go right away. You can kind of make the hole and then... Can you do it, Kyle? I spritzed all over my Vinny the Chin picture. <laughs> uh, yeah, spritzed right in the chest and then... They, when they stab <laughs> Yeah. You totally got Dennis in the face. All right. Uh, so, Stan, for the future, if we do one of these, we'll, uh, we'll tag Caitlin in it and say we're getting better. Wait, why don't you try it again? Next time I'm doing it to a white claw. <laughs> why don't you just do it? Try it again. Now that you know. Stan, did we go that route? One more. Come on. One more and then I got to go. Try it one <laughs> She's actually the worst. Now you know yeah, how to you do it. Another First one is practice. Now this one counts. One. Stan, do you have another one? He's going to get it. Damn, like, you're the worst. <laughs> I actually hate you. <laughs> Dennis's shirt is so... <laughs> it's so easy to bully them. They just listen. Fuck off. I'm still here. I was like, so easy. This shirt. (laughs) Caitlin's definitely like, I got these two idiots doing anything I say right now. So I'm not going off a time thing. I'm just going to make my damn hole right now. Why? You got to go quick, I thought. It's going to start spraying, no? No, you just got to make your hole first, fucking ninny. Oh, Lord. Yeah, like, see how Dennis Yeah, making the hole first and then go. Shit. Then you can be like, one, two, three, crack, go. Alright, I got a humongous mouth, if you will. Oh, fuck me. I didn't take off the thing. This is going to be a problem. I got to take another shower now. Took a shower before the show. Damn, that was better. You it's took it already, you stand, you fuck! It started spraying everywhere. You drank it already? I drank it already. Alright, Dennis, let's go. You're such a fucking piece of shit. It hurts me. so slow. There we go. Getting better, Dennis. Chug, 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 chug. Did you finish it all? 
What's going on? Dennis's shirt. Dennis's shirt. <laughs> Dennis, are you okay? No, I'm not. It's my eighth beer. Dennis, he's going to you. Yeah. Halfway through, he just stops and he looks possessed. Dennis <laughs> uh. <laughs> just looked possessed. Oh my god. Dennis, say something. No. I don't feel good. <laughs> I gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Alright, guys, it's been real. This is definitely an outdoor activity. Yeah, Stan, every time you see there, are a goddamn picnic. <laughs> We're hey, a Alright, Blonde <laughs> Fighter, thank you for joining us. Harnished us and then she's leaving us. Goodbye. Dan, what the fuck has happened? You let your friend Blonde Fighter talk us into doing two shotguns in a row. She's not. I was gonna be like, ah, next time! And then you're like, you just left the scene to get another beer. You told me to. No, I didn't! She's now. Sitting with her husband, they're laughing, they're giggling, like, oh, I got Menace and the Man to do whatever I wanted. Well, I think in my head they'll come back on again, right? Like, that was fun. Yeah, I didn't mind that. Now I'm a little tipsy, but... Oh, I've been tipsy, Stan. Oh, I, I know, we saw it. Right, I was planning on doing, like, a two-hour episode and playing video games, but now I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I don't even... Yeah, I don't even know what happened. You just started... Sending invites. We missed out on Avril. She just sent me a message like, hey, I guess you guys forgot about me. Wow. And then my, my new friend, Frank Hickman. Was coming out five. My new friend, Frank Hickman, just wrote, thanks for having me on, brother. Yeah, he's dope. I can't believe Mike Brown tested positive. 50-50 chance Mike Brown tested positive for COVID. All right, well, this was a good episode. That, two hours and 20 minutes. Not too bad. Thank not you to thank you to our friends at Great South Bay for always keeping us hydrated during our episodes. Our friends, at, we got to get in touch with Sal and get some of those G-Fuels to keep us energized. Yep. And gaming hard. What do you got? Uh, what's today? Tuesday? So what do you got the boys tomorrow? What do you guys got planned? Uh, what do we got left on the deck? I mean, we, I feel like we got some steps, touch-ups, or do you want to start painting the railings? Uh, right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Holler at me tomorrow, player. All right. Love you. Love you as well. Bye. Hit him with your uh, send-off. What are you, that drunk? Oh. Are you that drunk you forgot your 85 episode send off? Fuck you. I'll kick your ass. What episode is this? 85. Oh, wow. Well, see you later.